it's like Breaking Bad ended or something. I think it might have been more recent than that. But, but then I rewatched that show and hated it less. So I didn't even know you hated it to begin with, considering we did a full <laughs> podcast on the whole. You know, series. hate is probably too strong for that, considering I'm like watching it and I like Better Call Saul a lot. So I really didn't like that season four finale, but then I think I got over it and enjoyed it the second time. Fair enough. There you go. Also, oh, Nathan, this is Hank. I feel, I feel like I need to introduce. You it's been a long already. time. No, I said it the other way around. Okay. Oh, okay. Hi, Hank. I, it, oh. felt, it felt weird to only introduce one side and not do the other. That's why I had to just throw the other side in. Okay. You're right. That is formal. The social contract, man. You were just so telling me sneaky. about eating your shitty McDonald's burgers because you didn't well, want to be rude in front of a coworker. Yeah, it's just it's just that delicate social fabric of I'd already set down my McDonald's bag on the table and then scanned out for my break. And now I feel like I need to eat there or else I'm being rude because I would then just pick up my lunch and walk away. Like, that just seems too loaded somehow. See, I just but walk I away I because I regretted it. Pe- I like people know I don't like them at work. Okay. And so I think for the most part, they've just accepted it. Okay. Because I'm not rude to them, though. Like, they can still come to me with, like, a work-related thing, and I will help them through it, but I'm not gonna, mm-hmm. like, talk to them about their dog. Like, I'll just walk away. Yeah. What if they wanted to talk to you about their cat? I... Okay, so this is a thing where we have a new girl at work, and, uh-huh. um... I was just giving her the cold shoulder anytime she would say something. I'd be like, yeah, thanks, and, like, turn away and keep working or whatever. And then she was talking to me about getting a kitten, and I just, like, melted. And <laughs> just, like, <laughs> saw her the pictures of her cat and found out that her recent cat passed away, and I was heartbroken. It was the worst. I hate when people find the cat button. <laughs> Relatability. Yep. I hate it. Hmm. I hate relating to people. Then you have to see them as human. It's the worst, man. It's the worst. Yeah, exactly. Is there any truth in like the, there's sort of a finite number of people a person can like perceive as human before it becomes too abstract. What are you even talking about? (laughs) It's some social thing. I don't know if it's anthropology or just like social media criticism or what, but it's like past a hundred people. They're kind of just pictures and, and, you know, they're not real. It's just, you know, okay. Now I'm just thinking of that Stalin quote of just like, Hey, one one the, death is a tragedy. The death of millions of a statistic. Yeah. Yeah. You know. Joseph I think Stalin you mean uh, Marilyn play. Manson quote. Excuse me. Oh, okay. Sorry. Was that him? <laughs> Was I it mean, in a song no. or something? Yeah. Oh, okay. There you go. Citations. That's in. Um, I think that's in fight song off of Hollywood. Okay. Track four. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> specific yeah. you know just you know everybody out there can reference that and yo this is the it. thing is that if i recognize a reference i need to recognize exactly where it's from <laughs> otherwise people okay. will be like you're crazy but now i i mean i'm not 
People I'm, can think I'm you're crazy, not. Though. It's fine. Yeah, exactly. If you lay out facts, though, then people can fact-check your facts. Then maybe you're wrong. Right. They probably won't, though. They'll probably just take your word People don't fact-check. <laughs> That's I mean, a they fact. Do, but other people don't care about the fact-checking. Only the people who do the fact checking actually care. Hank, you've played Mega Man Two, right? To work. Um, I have played Mega Man Two. Who do you start with? Um, I haven't played it enough to have a go-to start. Who do you think you would start with if you played it enough? Or can you recall all the bosses? I mean, it, it, it's air or metal. I think that's the. Why yeah, do people say air? Too. Air man is not one you start with because his pattern is shitty and he does a ton of damage to you with just a buster only. I don't know. The Alex Navarro didn't seem to have much trouble. It was mostly the stage is really tricky jumping. Alex Navarro plays the on the bitch American version of the game, which is the what? easy is version a- of the Japanese version. Yes. Oh, okay. The American normal version is the bitch mode of that game. Yeah. Do you have I mean, if I had experienced it back in the day, that's the version I would have played. To be fair. But even that version has a hard mode. There's a normal and a hard at the very start. Nobody ever chooses hard though. Because they're bitches. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I mean, I just never played that game enough. I mean so, that's fair. I'm not. Context. I'm not really you calling you a bitch. I'm Kirby's just Dreamland on the Game Boy. I'll I mean, play that game on the hard mode that it has. I don't want to talk about that because I've never even played it. It's I'm the sure. first Kirby game where you can't even absorb things. Yeah. See, that's What's not the type of Kirby I want. Does he spit stuff at people? Like, yeah. You just okay. suck stuff up and then spit it out. Okay. I, I think the one, sort of... the one power in that I think in Mike. I think there's a part where you get Mike. You so like a screen, screen clear? Yeah. yeah, just a screen clear. But like you can just, it's just about flying around and blowing up air bubbles to hit things or shooting out stars. It's like a, a video game rather Whoa. than like a... I uh, played one of those. Masturbation exercise in mechanics that you can mess with. So hmm. is that what you're calling Mega Man? No. Jump Shoot Man? Because I would call Jump Shoot Man a video game. Of particular uses. Gotcha. Okay. There's, like, design to it. It's not just a mess of weird stuff all mixed together. Okay. I'm just trying to angle into somehow talking about the fact I played all of Mafia 2. (laughs) Just out of nowhere. But you know that's the old one, right? You, first of all, yeah, that's the old one. <laughs> okay, because I don't, I can't afford all these new games that just, just kind of like, hey, what do I have? Oh, weird, some two K bundle or something gave me this. All right, and then installed it, and it ran really well. So I ended up just playing all of it. Did you play the first one, either of you, Mafia? No, I feel I like played. I played a little bit of Mafia Two, but. Just okay. didn't play I literally, of I it. just saw some people talking about Mafia 2 since Mafia 3 came out, and just okay. also all I know about it is Mafia 2 has this weird open world where you can't really 
there aren't really there's not really anything to do, but you can mess with stuff in weird ways. I don't know, like mess with what, like traffic, like pedestrians or I don't know, like stores, like turn or... on a sink maybe. <laughs> Oh yeah, dude, like, you can totally turn like on a sink. Super <laughs> mundane stuff. I love some of the mundane stuff. That was kind of what it, my favorite part was, was just like, I have this apartment, and there's this fridge, and I can grab a sandwich and a soda, and then go out and shoot some people, and then come home, and, you know, hey, I'm going to have a beer before bed, and then just kind of, like, just get into it a little bit with that kind of stuff. I enjoyed doing that, yeah, and so the shooting was fun, so there, I don't know. There's some videos on YouTube breaking down the mundanities you can do in Mafia 2 that you can't do in 3, and that's why 3 is a bad game. Oh, dude. Okay. I was kind of hoping <laughs> some of that stuff would stay in 3, because I'm intrigued about 3. People are saying it has some pretty good character writing and stuff, so it's it's on my radar, but that's it unfortunate. It doesn't seem to have that mundanity that really appeals to Russian players, oh, what okay. I can tell. <laughs> okay. Hmm. That was the one thing I was kind of hoping for was like more in that direction, honestly, was like, why can't I just sit in this chair in my fake house and just hang out? Like, I turn on the radio, I just want to sit down and just relax. Because I was just, you know, I had a horrible day. My stupid friend got all drunk and went to the bar and accidentally shot a guy, and then we had to bury the corpse, and that was horrible. So I just want to, you know, unwind at home. But I can't even sit in the chair. It's just, you know, why is this chair here? That's the whole thing chairs are for. So, so you're not alone in your desires, but that's okay. not the direction they went with the new game. <laughs> Darn. I have heard it, like, I am also intrigued about the idea that it's kind of just like a racist South simulator. So it just has, like, whites-only restaurants and stuff, and you can just get yelled at, and cops will be summoned because you went there which just sounds kind of weird and surreal. So, I don't know. Like, hey, Mississippi Burning, right? Everybody loves that movie. Ah, nope. Gene Hackman? No, I have no yeah. idea. Willem Dafoe? It's been a while since I watched it. I do like Willem it's, Dafoe. It's actually, he was it's great in that Antichrist movie. <laughs> yeah, that wasn't his dick, though. Fun fact. Really? Weird. Well, whose dick yeah. was it? I need to know. Some porn stars. I don't know. It's <laughs> okay. probably on IMDb trivia. They'll tell you. I mean, I'm gonna but... find out right now. I'm not. I'm gonna find out if okay, it's on I IMDb. Okay, I gonna read it up. Okay, okay. It's like, yeah, we'll just wait for you to find that fact. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Antichrist is Nymphomaniac part of the same trilogy? Probably. As Melancholia and just Lars von Trier minute. We'll just. <laughs> <laughs> minute. Uh, breaking waves, no good. Uh, dance, dancer in the dark or whatever. I couldn't watch it. It was just too boring. I stopped watching it. Uh, Melancholia, though, I enjoyed it, especially the second half because the world dies. Yo, uh, what about Dogville? Yeah, that's what though? I got. Oh, uh, I didn't even try to watch Dogville, but maybe it's <laughs> yeah, great. Okay. Three hours hanging out with Nicole Kidman. I just haven't haven't felt I needed that yet. But maybe, no. maybe so. But three hours maybe hanging so. out with Willem Dafoe's dick. Totally in. <laughs> that movie is not that long, and his it's like, actually, yeah, it's on screen a bit more than you'd <laughs> want, maybe. But it's it's like a minute tops. Yo. Big thing I know about that movie is like, there's like a, is it like a fox or a wolf that like, or a dog that like says chaos reigns? Yep. It, yep. I think it's a fox. 
Yeah. yeah. Or no, it's like, I think it's a deer, isn't it? Yeah, it's wow. something like that. A buck or something, I'm pretty sure. Fucking animal I watched that mouth. movie after having stayed up like for 24 hours. That's a bad I idea. Perfect time to watch it. <laughs> I was just like, I'm already like half asleep, so I'll just throw on this horrible dream. And uh, yeah, I don't know. I'll remember parts of it forever. <laughs> but yeah, I, I'm not sure if it's good or not. I wouldn't say I recommend it. Antichrist but. is the first part of his trilogy of depression, also including okay. Melancholia and Nymphomaniac Volume One and Two. I have, yeah, and I haven't seen those. Is he is he still doing stuff, or did he get in a lot of trouble after that <laughs> Cannes Film Festival where he was alluding to Nazis too many times and freak people out? I mean, I know that pissed people off. Because we talked yeah. about it on Media Monks. On back this in the very, day. yeah. Exactly. So, like, I know that was a thing. I remember that vividly. But I remember Antichrist more vividly and how weird that movie made me feel. That movie, even though it's not three hours, actually felt like it was three hours long. It felt too long. Okay. I didn't like it. Mm. I I found breaking the waves more insufferable because it is almost three hours long and a lot like it's it, part of its pacing but part of it is also just you need to like i feel just to understand that movie you need to have catholic guilt so you just can't understand it if you don't i don't know maybe i'm just rationalizing but it's just like religious guilt is that movie yeah but and if you don't have it you won't enjoy it maybe well then you must enjoy it because you have catholic guilt i don't think no i don't i used to have regular old christian guilt but now i just have white guilt (laughs) i think you have white guilt now or millennial guilt because i think i'm in there and i hate that yeah why do you why are you guilty for being a millennial because there's this perception that we're just ah, the entitlement thing. So then when I am, I get self-conscious about it, but then isn't that just personal pride and confidence? Like, I don't know. I can't distinguish some of these things. Like what's arrogance. What's confidence. What makes one, one and not the other. Uh, balls. Hang up. Clearly it's people older than you telling you which one it is. Oh, okay. Sure. The man is keeping you down. <laughs> the old man. Yeah. So I'm ageist then too. You are. I know. I know you are ageist. I know I am too. (laughs) Yeah. Can that cut both ways? Can you be like, yeah, if you're young, I hate you, and if you're old, I also do. Oh, absolutely. Okay. Yeah. So you're you're 14. I don't like you. That's ageist too. It's not just it only goes old. Oh, for sure. No, no, no. Well, there you go. Hate knows no bounds. That's true. Great. You know what I hate about the term millennials? That there's also, like, well, there's a few other ways that, like, that generation is known. Generation Mm -hmm. Y is one of them. And Generation Me is one of them. And that's real annoying. (laughs) Well, you know, for Windows Me. It's people who live through Windows Me. Right, exactly. I mean, that was everybody. Except for the people that died tragically, probably. I mean, what pisses me off about the term millennials is I want it to be people who were born after the millennium, not people who lived through it. 
which is like, what it is. Yeah, it's like some like formational period of their life happened pa- around the 2000 mark. Is yeah. that what they're dating? It's like, oh, you were an adolescent then, so therefore you're a millennial now. Well, yeah. so the millennial five on or something? No, it's like early 1980s. Yeah. Oh, really? It's yeah. That. Okay. Yeah, it's fucked, Howard. <laughs> It's it's like I thought I just made it in by like a year or two. Oh, but no no no. Okay. It's basically like all of nineteen eighties to uh the mid nineties or whatever is considered if you were born in those years, you're considered a millennial. Oh. Or Generation Y. They were it used to be Generation Y, then millennial is the term that people use now, and they use it kind of offensively. Mm-hmm. But and the thing that annoys me about this isn't even necessarily any of this shit. It's that the next generation, like the one where the kids are growing up now, they're they get to be Generation Z, and that's dope. <laughs> and I'm so mad, oh, man, because it's the last one. It's right at the end of the alphabet. <laughs> right, and the world will end because it has to be the last one. Right, can't come up with a new system. That's nope. it. Mm-hmm. We're tapped out. A A or not that there ever was Generation. A generation B, but yeah, was X just alternative? Is that just no generation X was uh the one between baby boomer baby boomers and millennials? Why were they called that? Were they the lost generation or something? Yeah, no, that's like yeah, World something War like that. one, like that was between World War One and two. I think they're the lost generation, right? Hemingway and his bros. No, it's uh oh yeah, you might be right. That's like the f- one of the first generations <laughs> that was categorized by yeah anthropologists. That's or, how okay. early that is. <laughs> so man, yeah, I can't right. find any way back to talking about Mafia Two. <laughs> <laughs> like it's been like, well, World War Two factored into the tutorial and veto, and I I don't know if I have anything interesting to say about it other than like I, it was a lot more enjoyable than I thought it would be. But I don't and know. Now you're bummed out that Mafia anything. Three is going to be garbage because the thing you Apparently, like in Mafia yeah, Two is not in all it. my little like sandwich eating and having my apartment and everything that they didn't follow up on that. I guess is kind of disappointing. But like some of the just general stuff about having to drive like in, like a sane, rational person was kind of is kind of a component of it that I like. It just makes that world seem more alive because it's you know operating alive. in some sort of yeah. realistic way. I yeah. mean, once you get killed, you just are playing again. Like, it just loads up, and you're back, but... Oh, you mean it's still a video yeah, so game. It's still, it's still totally a video game, but you can kind of just get into it a bit and just be like, oh, i got to drive carefully. Or, oh, I'm just going to pay this ticket because there's a dead body in the trunk. So it's actually better to just be like, oh, yeah, I was speeding, and that was crazy, and just pay him 50 bucks, and then drive away and wipe the sweat off your brow because, you know cop didn't find out and the like, like blood off your loafers like or something yeah <laughs> yeah or just didn't notice the smell or whatever right uh there was one moment though where i was really getting into that kind of emergent experience where it was like there was that mission where the like a friend of mine accidentally killed a bartender late at night and we were kind of covering up the crime and i was just like oh dude okay i'm gonna make it look like a robbery and take the money out of the cash register maybe i'll fire a bullet in the wall or something and as soon as i pulled out my gun cops just knew like i was in a building and they were just aware that that had like someone's got a gun out 
and that's not okay. And then I was swarmed by police and ended up in a horrible car chase and killed 20 people. Like, it just went way over the top and way too video gamey, way too fast for, like, a small thing I was trying to do. So, that's all. That's, you know, that's the story I had. I'm sorry it wasn't, you know, No, that, that's good. <laughs> well, yeah, just little things where it's almost, you know you're almost role-playing, like you're almost just really totally caught up in the universe, and then it just kind of breaks. It was, I mean, uh, you could play on like weird Russian role-playing Arma servers or something. Where you true. just quit if you die, or how does it, like you get one sh- one chance? Yeah. Like, I mean, uh, yeah, stuff like that. You have you get, like a job and earn yeah. money, and there are cops. And... Okay. And if your job is I a don't... cop, you have like superiors to report to, and you have to go save people. Yeah, it's weird. So, all right. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Me neither. It being just kind of a fast-paced, like big-budget game was kind of just the appeal. And also, I think I've started to find Doom a little taxing. Like, I'm pretty late in the game on ultra-violence mode, so. It just takes a while to beat a single stage now. I don't know. I I kind of just needed a break from that other violent video game. Are you saying so you're I bitching out? A different one. No, I think I'll still polish it off, but okay. uh, I am back in hell. I think maybe for the last time. I'm trying to get an important uh, MacGuffin that's very key to the proceedings. So, yeah. yeah. Did yeah, you I just beat? I just I just finished Doom the other day. Okay. Hmm. Uh, I definitely had the thing where, like, I got that game back when it came out, so I've just been chipping away at it because I do, I do kind of find it taxing to play a lot of it in one sitting. Yeah. When I got to the end, then I kind of ran through a bunch of it in a longer sitting. But hmm. I'm also playing on a on a regular difficulty. Like, I just didn't want to deal with the the harder difficulty. Ultra violence. Okay. Yeah. I just, I don't know, I just found it more engaging. Like, I was almost getting bored with some of the scenarios, but I don't know. Like, I'm dying a lot, but it, it kind of just makes it a different kind of challenge, where you just really need to book it all over the place, around the combat arenas, and just be flying through the air, shooting rockets, and just kind of stuff I want to do. So yeah. it's, it's just been, the, uh, Because that game is basically the same kind of rooms over and over again, I really don't want to keep doing the same one over and over. Yeah, it's just what I didn't want to do. So I'm like, I still died sometimes as it got later into the game, but I was more okay with just dying less. That game still engages me enough on having to in- like manage my ammo and all that stuff. So I was fine with it. Mm-hmm. I said, yeah, it does kind of force me to go through a lot more of the arsenal to some extent. Although I'm really just the shotguns and that rocket launcher have become kind of the go-to things for me. The super shotgun but, is just kind of better than all the other guns. It just it's feels pretty great. I, I've always liked that it's called that, and yeah, I think it was Quake 2, does that have the super shotgun too? I just remember playing a bunch of deathmatch stuff quite some time ago with the super shotgun. That sounds probably right, yeah. That would have been around I mean, that time I, period. I mean, it, I know it, it works the same way, I don't remember if they call it super shotgun or if it's just shotgun. It's like There's not another shotgun in that game, I don't think. Right. Hmm. To be better than. Right. But it's that same the idea of shotgun. The sure. idea of shotgun. Yeah, that double barrel, just boom. 
Mm-hmm. Crack Boom. it open, put more shells in. Boom. Boom. Yeah. When you get the upgrade that you can just fire one, twice immediately, that's real good. Hmm. That's like the final thing you get on it. I get, Yeah, I I don't know why, but I was really using the original shotgun a lot, and I, I probably shouldn't have done that as long as I did, but pr- presumably your upgrades roll over into the next playthrough, because it doesn't seem like there's enough upgrade stuff to get everything maxed out, but maybe I'm there just definitely saying a bunch is. of secrets. There okay. definitely is enough stuff to get it all upgraded one one time through. I'm missing I've, secrets then. I've, I've missed some stuff, but um, yeah, I definitely oh. had enough Praetor points to get full upgrades on everything I wanted. Are those those microchips you find on the dead Yeah, dudes? so you, get, okay. you can get five of them for beating all the enemies, and then there are like always a couple hidden extra ones. Oh yeah, the oh the combat tokens like the yeah, five the, per stage. Okay, yeah, that's those I think the all same but thing. one level I've gotten five. But yeah, that's just killing everything. So if you're kind of just exploring normally, they're pretty yeah. easy to find. How far did you get, Paul? Like where where are you at? I haven't picked it up since it came out. So okay. I think two or three hours in. Okay. Oh right, uh, you hadn't been to hell the first time yet, right? Right. So, okay. I'm trying to really suss out where I'm at. Like, uh, So I'm going after the Crucible. <clears throat> yeah. Is that, is that the final objective or no? That's not the final, final objective. Uh, it's not the final, final objective. It's pretty close to the end once you get it. But Okay, so that enables you to do one more thing. And okay, I think I... Okay, whatever. I'd that, say there are like, like two more things. Big hmm. things after that, yeah, yeah, but That's it's mostly cool game. it's just those same combat arenas. Once you've seen all the enemy types, which I guess you kind of have to get late in the game to see the final ones, and then there are a handful of boss fights. But other than yeah, that, it's not like it's not like that game is about the story. No, but ah, it's it's pretty it's pretty well put together. It's well done, but you're not there for the story. Although, also seeing all the guns is the other thing. That you definitely mm. is worth getting to. Like in these final weeks of the year, I guess I'm kind of thinking through the past, like because I'm I I always really enjoy game of the year time, just in terms of people talking for real about stuff, <laughs> like just uh, I don't know, not feeling bound by spoilers and just saying what they mean. Yeah, totally. It starts no. to happen. <laughs> Completely uh, agree. But I don't know if I'm like actually regretting like missing some major stuff or like like what if I'm well like there was the big shooter wave that happened with Titanfall, Battlefield, and I guess Call of Duty. But people have mixed feelings on that. I guess the campaign's supposed to be pretty cool. Space. Okay. Sure. But so I, I mean... just didn't do that. Final Fantasy 15, Last Guardian. Like there's just kind of stuff I'm interested be, in. But Final Fantasy oh. 15 and Last Guardian are like last week and this week, though. Yeah. Like you that's... still have time to look into those at all. Oh, if I had all the money, yeah, I could totally. Oh, sure. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and then Mafia Three. You know, just tack that on there. Put it on my bill, sir. Just. I feel like. I feel like Last Guardian is going to be the game where people talk highly about it, but they're only talking about it because it took this long and not because it's very good. Yeah, like some of the initial 
like comments I've been seeing, like I watched the quick look, I heard Waypoint's discussion on it and stuff. It seems to be kind of, it's not at shadow levels, but it's okay. Like it, it seems like you're, it's for fans. If you like that stuff, you'll like it enough to enjoy it. But, I but don't what know if, if the only reason you like that other stuff is because it was good? Because Eco wasn't that good, <laughs> but Shadows was okay. So like. Yeah, Eco has something going on though. I know it's not. It just mechanically wasn't as good. I just remember playing that game and not knowing you could swing on a rope and then just (laughs) not understanding how to proceed for a while. Because it was just. That's the thing. I didn't have the booklet, and this was before tutorials were just in the game. Right. Necessarily. This game almost looks like it has the worst solution to this which is just constant controller prompts throughout the game oh good so it'll just tell you hey in case you forgot uh press triangle to grab on the stuff there's like it's our eight i know how is it not r1 i'm so mad i don't know it's triangle dude (laughs) to jump or maybe i i don't know i was okay maybe footage yeah that's also weird it does that in a game that's like about having no hud but then yeah. here so is it a... like fades in and there's a giant controller on the screen. <laughs> Fucking weird. For me, I just don't want to play that game because just knowing myself, it's a game where you have an AI component that like doesn't always follow your commands immediately. Yeah. Just drive me nuts. Yeah. Escort mission y kind of stuff. And that's like the whole appeal for people who like it, it seems like, that they like that it seems like a real animal. Mm-hmm. Oh, awesome! But, they must love Resident Evil Zero. <laughs> what Billy? Or are you or saying is or an Rebecca? I don't know. Whoever okay. you're not playing just... at the time is just like the animal you strap a gun to that they'll shoot until there's no ammo left. <laughs> if you if you have too much ammo for a weapon, just give it to your AI partner and give it two seconds; it'll be gone. Apparently, yeah, but... the animations have a lot of personality in Last Guardian. So does Billy just kind of <laughs> strike you as a cool dude when yeah. he's just standing around? You know, his ruffled hair looks like feathers on some weird griffin thing when he kind of shakes it. But can you pet him? <laughs> you just run your fingers through his hair. <laughs> like, hey, you did a good job, Billy. Could. It would be a that was a good shot. Pat, pat, pat. It would be a there better game if you could. That game sucks. <laughs> This game's not very good. It would be better if you could just, yeah, put your hand right through his greasy, gross, sweat, sweaty hair. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Convict, or what's the story again? Well, maybe you should play Resident Evil Zero and find oh. out for yourself, and then we can talk no. at length about that game. <laughs> I have it on GameCube, but I gave up on it. A long time ago. That's the type of game that, like, if they had done that game where two people are playing at the same time, it would have been kind of revolutionary mm. in the most amazing way. But they didn't, and it's garbage. <laughs> <laughs> well, there you go, Capcom. But they yeah. remastered it anyway, so... Yeah, I mean, why not, right? If you're going to remaster the one game that has that engine, you might as well just flip the switch on the other one. Okay, fair enough. Yeah. Yeah, that was that was probably just not that hard. I mean, there's a reason why those two released in the same disc for, like, PlayStation 4 and at the same time on Steam and shit. 
it's like the same type of game only with different like characters model models basically so whatever whatever fuck that and game one's a great game and one's trash <laughs> one is a great game resident evil zero is amazing you're right <laughs> <laughs> that's the one yeah that's the classic. one that's the great timeless. game timeless classic oh, yeah. exactly did Mikami direct it? Like, is he involved or? Yeah, I feel I feel like he was. Okay, just not sure how core I mean, to all that stuff it was. I couldn't find out, but that's when he was doing a bunch of shit for sure. Hmm. Oh no, it wasn't. Okay, that there actually that makes although a... that doesn't that is not an like one to one explanation because Evil Within, but <laughs> Evil Within so bad. <laughs> Holy well, like, shit. yeah, it's not just like you don't just evoke the Mikami name and that equals high quality every time. Did you play the Evil Within? Yeah, all the way through. No. Yeah, me neither. Where did you Maybe stop? Six hours. I killed that hair thing and kind of dug the design sure. of that monster. It was kind of creepy. Okay, the and reason why just, I'm I got to a point where it started feeling kind of like Resident Evil Four, but just zoomed in too much. <laughs> Uh, right. And I was like fighting dudes in villages and stuff, and just kind of stopped, and then completely stopped. Like it just kind of momentum wound down, and that was that. The reason but I wanted I, to I bring know, this up and ask battles. you is, yeah, I needed, I needed you to confirm for me that yeah. the the way that game does invisible enemies is like the worst way games have ever done invisible <laughs> enemies in a video game. Do you remember them? I don't know. No, I just remember the screen being too tight, so you just can't really get a good sense of the surroundings. There were enemies that were just straight up invisible with, like, no, like, real easy-to-see tell until they hit you. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) It was the worst. So they just appear as they strike? No, like, after you take damage, after they've already hit you, or... You get if, to glimpse where they were, or if you hit them, like if you hit them, okay. they'll you'll see them for a second, and then they'll instantly disappear again, and like mm. move. They're the worst, though. Like, <laughs> holy shit! Monsters. Yeah, I, yeah, I guess. Man, that game is bad. That game has so many fucking problems with it. But you're right. Like when that game came out, people were bitching about the. Um, field of view being way too narrow and they were right the frame rate being shitty and they were right and the film grain being shitty and they were right so right, the f- film grain the film grain you can't get rid of you can only make more intense if you want to <laughs> man that game is amazing that game is amazing like way to show people if you want to make a survival horror game you shouldn't do this stuff <laughs> Like, you shouldn't obstruct it so bad with grain that it's hard to see where enemies are in this near, like, dark, just completely black level. I don't know. That that was a bad game. Kami should did feel ashamed. Oh, fuck no. There was no way. Okay. I got to the same part you did, and I was just okay. like, this is garbage. Like, killed that hair thing or escaped or whatever. The I thing think you-, you kill it, right? There's, like, a big fire furnace or something, and then you... There's right. this like monster made of black hair. Yeah, and, yeah, no, but like screams. The first time you meet it, you don't, you don't kill it. You just run away from you it. Just run. 
Yeah, but then there is a like you running through furnaces and activating levers and stuff. Yeah, I'm yeah, yeah. Sure. yeah. But but like the first time you meet that creature, there's nothing that indicates run. So you just start like firing at it until you realize it's not taking damage, and then you're dead. <laughs> mm. I don't. Maybe know. the hope was it would be so intense and scary that you'd just instinctively run. Well, the way it comes you at you, be away from is it. kind of yeah. freaky because you're just like yeah. going into a room, and then just like this blood portal opens, and it just like jumps out of it at you, screeching. Yeah, yeah. It's, I don't know. That's all. That's the highlight, I guess, from that that game for me. I mean, that part but, was kind of cool. The part where like yeah. they expected you to set up traps or whatever in a village and have this like giant dude with a chainsaw, essentially, but not really. Maybe he actually did have a chainsaw. He had something like that. He was like the big Resident Evil 4 dude with the chainsaw would like come yeah. after you. And you would like the dude with the safe head. Yeah. Is he pretty early in the game? Is that like one of the first He's about ads you have to stealth from? Like two hours, I think? Oh, the, no, you're, the guy you're talking about is like the first dude in the game. It's yeah, like five the first minutes dude. In. Okay, he didn't have a safe head. I Maybe he had a sack on his head. I can't remember. I don't remember. Yeah, evil Within. The like butcher Bethesda. dude. Yeah. 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 Those aren't the parts of that game I remember. I remember different parts that you guys. What parts get do you remember? Oh, okay. Cool parts that were later. That that, that um, was just a screening. Get get you scrubs out of here, and then it gets awesome. Yeah, of course. No. Yeah. Not, not exactly. No. I mean, even if that was true, that's the wrong way to do your game. Yeah. <laughs> if or anything, the coolest way. If on, anything, guys, you, you put the shitty things at the end and like trick people into their <laughs> money. <laughs> I mean, I feel like that works. You trick people into having a good opinion about your game by starting early. I mean, a Super lot of Mario games World do it. did it. It's good oh. first impression and how that lingers. Yeah. Yeah. Like Super Mario World. Does Super Mario World not end on a good note? Because I seem to remember liking Bowser's area. Well, my, my issue, like, you get to the last world, it's still playing the same music from World 1 in levels. It's like. It's not near that whole World Eight in Mario World is nowhere near as memorable as World Eight in Mario Three. Oh, okay. I mean, it's fair enough. Like, like as a so world, run out of tricks or something. Or... Yeah, and and there's so much you could do with Mario World Engine, like that you see in ROM hack stuff. They just never push, they never push the mechanics they give you. But I mean, it's and Nintendo. Like they don't push anything. They do in. In their other games that I like, they do weird stuff in the back half of their games. Their their bigger problem is the beginning half of like their game their Mario games modern ones are all super boring because they're, they're like cakewalk easy. Oh, yeah, man. they're yeah. They're like they, make everyone like it's someone's first Mario game. Well, it, every Mario, Mario, Mario game too. is someone's first yeah. Mario. It's weird but though. It's kind of it's kind of neat in that they like make it really easy to get to credits for like everybody and then it's like all right, now the game begins, but if you if you can't handle it, you can feel like you're done and set it down. You're just like, "Oh, I beat 3D Land cuz I saw the credits." So, this level's too hard. I'm going to stop and you don't feel bad. Like you feel like you can say you beat that game. But people but should feel like game. losers if they don't finish something. <laughs> just... Yeah, okay. 
I just think that's just made... life, man. If yeah, you don't failure. finish something, <laughs> like they made part of Japanese life. Mario two, and then they realized <laughs> that that wasn't the way they were going to go forward. They tried to just make the sequel that was just harder. Yeah, and it didn't work. I guess lost levels essentially. Yeah. Okay, yeah. You know what? I'm just going to bring it back to the Mega Man two question, uh-huh. Paul. The Japanese version, did you like? You have a ROM, or is that version available in anniversary collections or something? Or how I, how is it you're familiar with that? It's like, the one I played. It was on the cart. There's just like a normal oh, you just and a hard to version. Hard mode, you mean? Yeah. Oh, okay. So which is you which is the, from hard mode? Which is the normal Japanese version? Okay. Like the Japanese version doesn't have like a normal or like hard mode. It has start game. Huh. Either I'm just way. trying to remember what it was with uh, Devil May Cry 3, just thinking of also Capcom and also difficulty-related stuff. Wasn't it the first release of that game was the J- Japanese hard mode only? So it was kicking yeah. everyone's ass. <laughs> You're right, it was. And then the special edition was released, where they made it easier with the option to do the hard mode or whatever. Yeah, that was like one of the criticisms I remember about that game, was just like, okay, this game's great, but it's brutally difficult, and it just doesn't care. It's weird. They just toggled it up and didn't give you an option to have a fun time. So, so is you what, have to be serious. Isn't that also what hard, happened though. with American Battletoads, though? So, like, the European version of that game is way easier, because it, like, runs at a lower frame rate. Oh. <laughs> yeah. So that's all there that stuff go. is fucking doable, in a way it isn't, on the American version. <laughs> Sort of like European game snobs that think <laughs> way better than American players because they're just like, what are you talking about? The game's easy. Like, they That's don't really know the good. distinction. That could happen. I don't know. It probably does, which is why yeah. it's so good. Just, yeah. Misinformation on message boards. But, uh, and oh, then okay. it goes the, the other way game... too, though, because I know there's okay. some American versions that were dumbed down for Japanese audiences trying to remember which games it was though it was on the tip of my mind i can't remember right now <clears throat> well there's also the long box version of resident evil the long box version of resident evil is what they were pitching at capcom for a long time and they were just like no that's bad game design and then they release it later anyway and as real survival mode so there you go mm. So I guess I should clarify what the hell we're talking about here, even though it feels like I've said it a million times. <laughs> okay. The, the American long box PlayStation version, uh, like the North American, not just like US, the long box version released in North America of Resident Evil 1 had it where originally it was planned to have um, no auto aim. Like when you enter a room, if there's something that you can shoot at, in every other version, you can aim your gun and they'll point in that direction if something's, like, alive and shootable, basically. Uh, that version doesn't have it. It has manual aiming. The other thing that uh, that um, they wanted to put in were the item boxes weren't linked together, so you would have to remember which box you put certain things into. And they took okay. they took that one out. They just didn't fix the manual aiming one. So to this day, that version of Resident Evil North American version is the shittier one to play because the way that game works mechanically, 
was built around the idea that like you could use the auto aim to be able to like see if something's around a corner that you can't see around. Yeah. In my brief time with the remaster recently, that was definitely what, you know, I just hold L I guess, and just see if Jill is worried about something. And then I know, but the thing is, Oh crap, there is is a zombie in this hallway. The way that uh, they envisioned early 3D gaming with like the tank controls and the static camera angles, that was actually part of the design is to do that because there weren't always going to be camera angles where you could like fairly shoot at something, even if you know it's there be- that like require aiming. Like there's a few parts that I can think of in the mansion where you know an enemy is in a certain place, but it's not like you can aim at him because... The camera angle is weird when you enter this hallway or whatever. But then if you go into where the camera angle changes, that's where he's going to bite you. So if you don't have auto aim, even as somebody who's played that game a thousand times and knows where he is, you're just going to be like shooting in the dark. Because without the like lock on with the auto aim, the aiming in that game is so finicky that you can actually shoot like beside a zombie's hitbox manual aiming and like not hit them. Yeah. Great. It's really bad. That sounds fun. Yeah, so that that they never got the memo to fix that version of Resident Evil for North American audiences. However, they did get the memo to uh, link up the item boxes. So there you go. But now they just call it real survival mode in the new in the remake, which is the original way they had envisioned Resident Evil back in the day. Okay. Weird, huh? Well, yeah, I just, I don't know if, like, you being unable to shoot is real or what they're, you know, I guess, hey, you have to point the gun at the thing yourself and fire. Right. I I guess I see why they'd entrust that to you, but I don't just know. Just like real life where your eyes are somewhere positioned in a corner of the room. But, I mean, the well, difference no, yeah. is, is that, like... The weird part, like... The difference is you can do that in, like, Metal Gear Solid. But in Metal Gear Solid, you can also go into first-person mode to see where things are. Yeah. Old 3D games, figuring it out. It's, you know... The weird thing is, is that they figured it out with Resident Evil, how, like, they would make it playable always. It's just that this idea seemed to still creep its way into the American Longbox version. (laughs) So I don't know if it was like somebody actually just didn't get the memo to not do it that way for that version, or if like somebody's like, no, Americans are pussies. Yeah, exactly. Just wanted to test. Wait, is it it called that because it was in one of those bigger cases before they switched to jewel cases? Well, yeah, that's what, before like they released the director's cut and the like dual shock version and stuff, the Longbox. Oh, man. The original release. So the first wave of people enjoying Resident Evil in In America was like the hard mode, essentially. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I don't know if I know this history. So and the and the thing is, is that I remember this because that's the only copy we could rent when we didn't have a PlayStation. We got uh, like my parents rented us one to play with for Uh like a weekend when you could do that at Blockbuster. This was before Director's Cut was out and, like, that problem was fixed or whatever. So I remember having a shitty time trying to, like, aim at stuff. And then later on, when I played Director's Cut at a friend's house because he bought it, I was just like, 
this is so much easier than I remember, but I didn't know when <laughs> until like two years ago when I found out this fact. <laughs> okay. So there you go. I was like, man, I must have just been bad before. I mean, that's what I chalked it up to because I was a bit younger. I thought maybe that like, well, I played it a lot that weekend, so maybe I just got better at it. It's like, no, you just played the version that was meant to come out. The easier version, if you will. But whatever. If that's the way the Japanese people want it, that's the only version I care about. Fuck Americans. Sorry, Hank. <laughs> Aww. Uh... So I have a game on the brain, and I'm curious if either of you have played it. Uh, the Matrix Path of Neo? Yes, I did. Is, is I that was. worth a no. trip back in time? Okay. It wasn't <laughs> even... I love it was, cyberpunk? Nonsense. It was barely even playable then with how it controlled. Really? But it had some cool okay. things in it. I remember like the kung fu fighting or whatever was pretty fun. Yeah. What if I, I introduce the caveat that I played through Enter the Matrix like five times? Would I enjoy Path of Neo more? Oh, I don't know. Okay. I mean, can you even I enjoy play better than that? Can you even enjoy Enter the Matrix anymore? Now, I'm probably not. Right. But I really like Bullet Time as an idea. So oh, I see. I mean, maybe. I I was kind of yeah. But even then, it was no Max Payne. It was just... Right. I had a GameCube. I don't know. <laughs> it tied Fair right enough. into the movie. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I'm just... I don't know. I've heard some zany stuff about how it ends, and I'm just kind of wondering if it's anything interesting. But I mean, okay. you should try it out. Why not? What's the worst that could happen? Okay. Well, so I, I wouldn't have a very fun <laughs> afternoon, I guess, so you're right. There's not high stakes there. <laughs> Yeah, mm. exactly. Start okay, bleeding well, from your eyeballs. I mean that too. So bad. <laughs> Just some frame rate thing. I that's not exactly right, but I've kind of had that you can't go back experience with San Andreas, where I try oh, just yeah. getting back in that game and just like, wow, this is the Xbox version too, and I was playing on PS2 before. And this just still looks terrible. I can't believe I played this. You can like, play that Samuel game on Jackson's your mobile phone. isn't even moving. Yeah. It's true. <laughs> I think I was playing Max Payne on a phone at your place and just baffled that that had happened. Yeah, I remember it was just that. Like, no, dude, I was excited to play it on an Xbox like <laughs> 12 years before. And then now it's just, no, it's on a phone. Whatever. Yeah. Kids are playing this. You mean like, you have to use a controller? It's a baby's game. No, it isn't. It was a better game that way. This was a. It was a man's game. No, man. And now it's a baby's game. You got to use a finger, one finger to control everything. That's the way men play. Okay. <laughs> Mobile gaming so dumb. Generation Z weirdos. Yeah, exactly. Generation Z. What are they actually called? There's, there's no way anyone's calling them that. That's 100 percent what they're called. Do you want me to find really? out other names it's that they're like known post as? Post millennials. Or... Okay, post millennials is another name they're known as. I generation. Generation Minecraft, Minecraft or something. No, Minecraft home, generation. Homeland generation. What does that mean? I don't know. That show. There's with Claire Danes. They're also called the I generation. Okay. To distinguish it from me generation? Like I, I guess so. 
grammatically sound me generation? No, it's done like an iPod, like a lowercase i, and then generation, All uppercase right. beside it. You know, I guess I should have just, just... Yeah, okay. I yeah. get it. Damn it. Just have to wait a couple more years till Generation Z. To being in the period where everyone complains about them instead of us. Generation Z is the first to have internet technology so readily available at a young age. With the web revolution that occurred throughout the 1990s, they have been exposed to an unprecedented amount of technology in their upbringing. Hmm. Uh, So young age, like four, as opposed to 11, I guess. Yeah, uh, 77% of 12 to 17-year-olds owning a cell phone in 2015. That's gross. 12-year-olds owning a cell phone? Yo, you know when I got a cell phone? When I was 16. You know why I got it? Because my parents were sick of me going out all the time and not being able to call me to come home. Yeah, it was kind of just to, like, we're at school and if something happens or something. I mean, that's probably why their parents are giving it to their kids now, so that if they get lost or... In trouble or something. The best part about being given a cell phone because I was irresponsible and out all the time hanging out with friends is I got to use it as a free way to like call people I knew for like weed. (laughs) (laughs) Making the best of a bad situation. That's how you turn lemons into lemonade. Yep. Where the hell did we go with this conversation? Jesus Christ. Hey, uh, so the internet, when was, what age were you when you first were on the internet? Because I, oh. I think mine was actually 11, like, when it came home anyway. At 98 for me. Oh, this is hard. Pretty sure. Okay. When did Reboot come out? 94? Or okay. 5? 94. I remember them advertising AOL online like discs you could order during reboot and reboot had just started on tgif they showed a thing after boy meets world because it was on the saturday morning thing the night the next day so they wanted to show a thing so probably i would say 1995 i'll give it a year after that maybe okay yeah so how old would i have been nine i guess that seems probably about right yeah Probably about nine. I remember. I think it's ninety five for me too. Actually. Okay. I remember the big but thing I used the internet, internet for so. was chatting with like just random people about dumb shit and yeah, looking up Silent Hill one like websites. <laughs> okay, but that was much later because Silent Hill didn't oh. come out till ninety nine, I think. Okay. Man, no, yeah, re- chatting with random people. Like, yeah. I think it was like the MSN game zone or something. I was playing chess with people and trying to talk about Godzilla because that's all I cared about. And just getting weirdly emotionally caught up in people being mean to me. <laughs> like, just being like, shut up and just play chess. And then just be like, oh my God, th- this person is so mad at me right now. And just logging out and just not being able to deal with that. Like, yeah. just, I don't know. It was really weird. It was the AOL. That was a person. Like, I was talking to somebody and they were pissed at me. And they yelled at you. I don't like that. Yeah, Yeah, they yelled at me. Yeah. I mean, it was just letters on a screen, but I still felt pretty, pretty broken up about it. Would you say you were a soft child? Oh, yeah. (laughs) No, I was was easily (laughs) frazzled. 
<laughs> like, oh, I'm trying to remember. It was like even little stuff. Like there was some Pink Panther Christmas special where he's yeah. poor and on the street and he drops a donut and it goes down a storm drain. <laughs> and I just was like, burst into tears. It's like, oh my God, it's the worst. How can this happen? And just like, all right, maybe you should turn this off. Like just, just. This I mean, too heavy for it, you. it was bad like enough five. that you remember it now. So yeah, I know it was profound. I think that was some group thing too. It was like at church, like during the service or something. The kids oh, yeah. were all watching yeah. a TV special or something, and I just flipped out. Yeah. So it just so what happened? What's wrong? Worse. Oh, Pink Panther was too intense. Like, it, was, <laughs> it was too traumatic. It, it just makes it worse when there's other kids or like peers around. And you realize yeah. you're the one overreacting and that it's not like something worth getting upset about. This is just a thing that like to this day I deal with where I'm super angry at something that's happening like at work. And I'm just like, why yeah. isn't anyone, why isn't the person that is angry about literally everything not angry about this? Like this is actually an affront and no one's, yeah, okay. And then you're just I like, I... is this, wait, is it me? No, it couldn't be me. Uh, it's them. That's for me, I would, I would, uh, it would be very easy to get my goat for other kids. I'd start crying, but then I would mostly just be crying because I couldn't stop myself from crying. Hmm. I'd just be upset mm. that I couldn't control myself better. No. At that point. Yeah. I'm trying After to think back. Like, honestly, at that point, I was probably still in that, like, early childhood selfish state where I just was totally oblivious to everybody else. It was just me and this pink Panther story. And I was just totally invested. Like, I don't remember any other kid being there, but they must've been. And kids would skip a line on the water fountain. The injustice. I'm thirsty. Unacceptable. (laughs) Yeah. I remember awareness. AOL, my, uh, friends that had internet they had AOL online and they had like AOL online for people that weren't like alive during that time I guess now um mm-hmm. it was a like a app essentially like a program that you would run and it was kind of like a launcher that would like connect you to the internet but it would have like your internet in it your like browser I should say and um like a messenger service with a bunch of chat rooms you could join and like games and stuff like this. And um, it was the only way they had internet for a long time. But they also, my friend had an older brother who would always go on it into the chat rooms and troll people and like get their account banned. And the thing <laughs> that time was that if you got your account banned in the AOL chat using an AOL name, they could ban you from their internet services, just in general. So, there were many times where his dad would have to, like, call somebody at AOL to just be like, listen, this is a shared computer, and I'm sorry my stupid son said something about making Jews watch his crotch (laughs) or something, but, like, I don't know. It was a a weird time for internet. And all we ever yeah, wanted to do was play video games and, like, look at things online, but that fucker always ruined it by making some terrible comments and getting the account banned. Yeah, that part of it never appealed to me at the time. Like, early internet of chat rooming stuff. I just didn't... I guess it was, I was, like, a shy kid who didn't 
had limited interest in talking to people at all kind of then. So Fair the enough. idea of talking to strangers that were a chat room was like the last thing that would occur to me. I know Nathan's thing specifically was message boards. Oh, on like actually my first major message board I remember hanging out on was Nintendo.com. I oh just weird. was on there all the time. Yeah. Just really a part of that community for a while. And then like recently I was just like getting nostalgic and oh, I'll go back and look at my threads and it's like, oh it's all gone. It's just gone. There's no forum anymore. So Frodo three cannot <laughs> relive his glory days. <laughs> Frodo three. Yeah. Really it's two thousand one, you know. Yeah. yeah. Signed up on Nintendo Power, got my GameCube. That yeah. was the time. Yeah. I also had just the worst internet for uh, a long time. So yeah, we started yeah. with Netscape Navigator. Yep. Yeah. Then I had Net Zero for a long time. <laughs> yeah, I remember Net Zero until uh, like just a long time until eventually we got DSL, and that was like amazing. <laughs> yeah. I'm trying to remember how, like, you, would you have to pay to use a browser, essentially? Like, was there a time where that was, you were almost subscribing to a search engine? I mean, how you did... were subscribing to the internet, which included your browser. Okay, but it yeah, wasn't that... exactly to an ISP, it was like a service level yeah. kind of thing. Like, you'd pay Telus to pipe the stuff to your home. But then you were also paying AOL to even do anything, wasn't that? And it was through your phone lines, so like yeah, phone while you were online. Right. Oh yeah. Okay. Logging. That was on. why I wouldn't spend too much time online because all those great modem yeah. sounds and yeah, which apparently you could turn off. But hmm. I, I had no idea. Yeah. Wow. Apparently that's a thing. It was possible to turn those sounds off, but just nobody knew. But like, why would you? Because you they're needed, annoying. Well, I you mean, needed those sounds to know that is, it's working. Yeah, that's specifically yeah. why they're there. Yeah, no, for sure. It would. I remember so many times where I'd start like logging in to go online, and then it makes the like terrible sounds, and then like it opens, it connects to the phone line, and you could like hear somebody talking or something through your computer, and you're just like, oh no, I'm gonna get in so much trouble now. And then, like, sure enough, like a minute later, who's trying to connect? I'm on the line with your grandmother. <laughs> Just like, so bad. So bad. What I'm saying is, these fucking kids these days have it easy. You don't know real hell until you've been through the war we've been through. Exactly. Is every. Like, we were saying, like, oh, when that generation gets ridiculed, like, we're starting that right now, I guess. But yeah, exactly. You're getting prepped. <laughs> Look, every bully just, becomes the pattern. Yes. Exa- yeah, that's just exactly. always how it goes. We learned it from watching you. Yep. Yep. Now it's our turn. Now it's our turn, you fuckers. <laughs> Fucking no, garbage. No, but seriously, thanks for listening. <laughs> thanks. <laughs> like, what I do don't you know. Say? We gotta Maybe. be more diplomatic. No. Like, hey, thanks, guys. You know. Fucking could, trash. Doing so many other things. Fucking trash. Okay. Whoa. Generation Z. So Bubble Man, huh? That's the way to go. <laughs> Interesting. I mean, Metal Man is actually the way to go. 
Okay. Because Metal he man's just, power is just too useful. Metal Man uses yeah, like he can take out every other man. He can one shot himself. Well, also, like just through the level, the ability to shoot diagonally. Oh, for it's sure. Like, for sure. Crazy. Yeah. Or up. Yeah. So up. does th- do three and four kind of maintain the basic like abilities like that? Like you can shoot diagonally, but this time it's with like Pharaoh Man's scepter or something. I I don't know. I didn't play four. Uh, but... what does Pharaoh Man's thing do? I can't even remember right now. Or like the leaf shield and stuff. Is there like an equivalent to that? But it's pearls or something. Like, do do they just kind of figure out? The yeah. same basic things or does yeah. it radically change no it doesn't radically change i i can't remember if it's five or six has skull man and skull man <laughs> literally just like is the leaf shield only it's skulls that circle you instead <laughs> well that's kind of cool sure yeah. but it, it's the same thing yeah um yeah. shadow man in three is the blade that you can throw diagonally up and down and whatnot. But the difference between him and the metal blades is that it cu- it's like a boomerang. It'll, like, shoot out and come back at you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do the stages get longer, or... It really feels like they it? do. Okay. But maybe it's because as the series of those games goes on, I became less and less familiar with them, so they just feel longer. Yeah, I don't Did know. Did you ever get into the like Battle Network side of it? I've actually like never even strategy. played them. Okay, okay. Are they good? I don't know. I just know they were kind of extensive there for a while. I think during the GBA kind of years, there was quite a few of those. Mm. Presum- I don't know. Nintendo Power seemed to think they were all right. What's but- your favorite Mega Man, Nathan? Probably two. That yeah. that was kind of the one that was just around that I played the most. Did you play the on only bitch one mode though? You know, probably. <laughs> but I'm just being an asshole know, for no reason now. Yeah. Uh, the time I beat it was actually on the anniversary. I think. Oh, okay. But cool. Assuming that still gave you the option, so probably probably. Here, let me put it this way. All right. Yeah. You know those dudes that look like a bunch of cans stacked up on each other with a face that you shoot? They, like, kind of... Oh, yeah. 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 When you shoot them in the game, the versions you've played, do they die right away, or do they fall apart and then rebuild themselves? No, they die right away. Okay. So, that's... uh, (laughs) I see what you're saying. So, you have to... Do they break apart, and now they each have a face, and you can kill them now? No. how does it, it... They, like, each can essentially throws itself a, like, preset amount to whatever, like, the numbers are. I don't know. But um, mm-hmm. they go everywhere, and they do damage to you, of course, because why not, when they hit you, and then they rebuild themselves, and you have to kill them again. So he takes two shots, but you can't just do it two in a row. There's a delay okay. between them. Just watching yeah. a bunch of footage of it yesterday, I, I really feel like I was just at all as often as I could using the buster only. Just because I was like, well, I don't want to waste all this power. Like, I might need it. Like, I was kind of hoarding in a stupid way. Like, especially watching it and being like, oh, they give you energy, like, all the time. This is a really dumb thing to do. Yeah, but... besides, no no one man should have all that power. <laughs> well, but you, st- you steadily earn more powers, but I would essentially view that's for the boss battle. Like, I need to get there on my own. 
No, the so, bosses the bosses are generally easier than the fucking stages a lot of times it seems. Some of those okay. stages are annoying. And then the bosses are just like, well, once you know the pattern, you just jump at this time, shoot, jump at this time. But like Do all the subsequent ones still have the kind of menu heavy switching powers? Like there's no hot switching. I, I don't know how they'd even do that, but hold select and press right or something. Uh like the hot switching starts on the Mega Man X and onwards with the triggers on the, oh, the shoulder okay. buttons. So is that a part that really makes those kind of fast and crazy and different? Yeah, but I don't like it still because if you have like if okay. the one power you want is like in the middle of the like scrolling essentially through them, you're going through like twenty fucking you're like hitting the shoulder <laughs> oh. button a whole bunch to get to it. Like so just switch, 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 switch. Like, yeah, just hit like Okay. Okay. Like, hey retard, just hit start and choose the one you want. Like, come on. <laughs> Let's not mm. let's not waste time looking at little pictures here. You're you're a big fan of X though, right? I am. It's like top. Okay. It's I one of was wondering if that's In my opinion, it's one of the best games ever created. <laughs> so yeah. Okay. But it's still that way of handling inventory. Well, yeah. you don't have to do it. It's just an option. Oh. Yeah. Oh wait, so you can still pause and do Oh yeah, yeah. But oh, okay, I'm saying that's mind. where they introduced the shoulder buttons to go through them. Okay. Yeah. Because they had shoulder buttons. Exactly. Yeah. Was there GBA era games that were exclusive to that platform, or were they all ports of lesser known Japanese ones? Like uh, Mega Man and Base, I think, was one that came out. I think there were or card like, games that were exclusive, maybe? No, they were like platformers and like the Zero games. Well, there were also, I think there was also a series of battle chip card games or something yeah oh, there's network transmission and then yeah there's a bunch of weird like battle chip or something cart what the fuck are you talking about there's so many weird no, no, no. spin-off no nope. games it's mega man one two three four five six and x <laughs> wait <laughs> just just one x on ps1 no but that just doesn't oh, okay it's mega oh, i guess man. i was wrong oh yeah, there's six and then eight, ten. Man. Mega it's Man 8 a, is very important. It's Mega Man 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, and X. Oh, what okay. About I don't know Weird. what you're even talking about. I thought there were some N64 about. games. And... <laughs> nope. Okay. Okay, let's I be honest for a second you're here. You're the historian. So. Mega Man 8 is a fucking travesty. It's so <laughs> bad. Oh, man. Was that PS2? What was that? PS1, I believe. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, and Sega Saturn. My bad. Fun fact. Wait. That game came out a year after Resident Evil, and it's still somehow worse as a 2D platformer than... <laughs> that doesn't make any sense. Resident Evil's a better 2D platformer than... <laughs> that's not what I okay. meant. I meant to this I day... <laughs> it's like there's no platforming in it, but in that fact, it is better at what it does than this platformer. You know what? Yeah, I'll go with that. That's what I meant. Okay. Okay. What is this Pegasus version bullshit? No, there's. I. I'm sorry, I don't know more. I know there's a whole bunch of card-based RPGs. Like, there's at least four. I'm gonna say. 
Okay. And then there was that GameCube game, which I think I think that's actually Battle Transmission or whatever, which was kind of like there's a Mega Man avatar in this like virtual world that this kid is. It was almost like an MMO conceit to the story. I'm pretty sure. Okay. Yeah. I don't Battle Transmission. I think the same universe is in the RPG ones. But yeah, sorry to. I I the thing is I haven't heard they're bad. They're just kind of weird. Okay, so the Mega Man Battle Network games, it's a spinoff series, and it takes place in a different continuity where computer and networking technology advanced instead of robotics. Yeah, yeah there was a cartoon it was tied into. This is dumb. So, like I said, Mega Man one, two, three, four, five, six. And then there's X. Mega Man Battle Chip Challenge. Actually, what am I even saying? Mega Man 6 isn't even that good. Ignore that one, too. Sorry, Red Sun and Blue Moon. Uh, You know, maybe there isn't Pegasus. There's Psybeast Gregar, so that's better. Anyway, but I don't know. Isn't that more what happened in real life is networking and internet stuff got way big, but not necessarily robotics in the way you wanted? So... Yeah. I guess, okay, fine. You know what, then? That does make that a more fantastical and thus awesome premise. <laughs> that robots got crazy. Right. And, okay. So the original series. Do you know what the idea behind Mega Man 6 is? It's like, totally uh, a Mega Man Star Force Pegasus. Okay. Okay, good. Mega DS. Mega Man Apparently. 6's story revolves around a competitive robot fighting tournament, and each man is a different man from a, from around the world representing a country. Oh, so they're getting like the Olympics. Wait, so they'd already made Mega battling? Man X Street Fighter? That's what you're telling me? Kind of. Can, the Canadian was Blizzard Man. <laughs> well, there you uh, go. Uh, it's been wasn't really Maple cold this man. week, so... Uh, Makes sense. Brazilian or Brazil was Plant Man. The U.S. was Tomahawk Man. <laughs> <laughs> I I really like how oblivious to racial sensitivity Japan is. They just don't care. It's Jap- just, what? Why would that be offensive? We're Japan, honoring their culture by putting it in the game. Japan's entrance is Yamato Man because, of course, there you go. Yeah, I mean their their point of reference is probably older American media that was really racist. So, like it's like, oh no, that's not even American. I was gonna say Tintin in America, (laughs) but that the Tintin comics actually are really bad for that too. If you go back far enough, yeah, like I mean, pretty much anything. Yeah, he literally there's a case where he literally goes in blackface to hide amongst the crew of a ship. And then, like, get some information. It's, I'm gonna, uh, I'm gonna make you guys great. guess these other men. Who do you Where think they're from? Yeah, no. Who do you? Oh, wait. Which way do you want to do it? Do you want the country or their name? No, I think you should give us the name, and then we have to guess which country that is a weird reference to, right? Or is it that too sounds, obvious? That sounds easier. Oh, okay. That sounds easier. But then so we have that's... to pull from like anywhere, anything. It could <laughs> yeah. be like so. What? Yeah, then no. you're also sussing out like what's your prejudice? Uh, like, yeah. What do you oh, think no. Russians would be? Vodka man. Oh, that's <laughs> so. What? 
Okay. Definitely likely. I'm going to do them that way. However, (laughs) I'm going to give you this one. What do you think Grease's man was? Because it's really dumb. Olympics man? No. No, no, no. Okay. Is it food-themed? No. That's wrong. Philosophy man. You're never going to get it. It's Phalanx man? It's Centaur man. Centaur man. <laughs> yeah. All right. Mythology. Yeah. I are okay. Okay. Where does Nightman come from? Knight, as Europe. in like a knight. Great Britain. Yes, the UK. They have here. Okay. Okay. What about Windman? <laughs> yeah. What? <laughs> the defining thing about your country is it's windy there. <laughs> Wind man. Switzerland? No. What okay, about sure. what about you, Hank? No. China. Cause why not? <laughs> huh. Yeah. Wind. Yeah. Eastern okay. wind. What about flame man? Um Spain. No. Come okay. on. Come on. Is that even what? a guess? Why wouldn't Alright. <laughs> I thought it was pretty <laughs> in touch. Hawaii. Hawaii's not, not a, country. a country. I'll give you one more chance there. <laughs> uh, Bulgaria. No, Saudi Arabia. Saudi. What? Okay. What? I mean, the sun f- is so hot. Flame Man's stage is like a whole bunch of desert. robots that like shoot fire and there's oil everywhere so they'll like set the whole like platforming oh. parts on fire okay okay oil that's some political business our in there. country's full of oil let's build a robot made of fire <laughs> that makes sense real safe yeah. Mega Man 6 is a dumb game it's a stupid stupid fucking game Wait, so so there's this robot tournament, and then Mega Man just kills everybody, or what is the? No. Is it like versus matches, and he's going to face off against their champion? No, no. So what happens is, is that um the Global Robot Alliance was formed after Mega Man Five's events or whatever, and okay. uh, they're putting on the first annual robot tournament, and um. That's to find the world's uh, strongest peacekeeping robot or whatever. Okay. So the tournament is hosted by somebody only known as Mr. X, leader of the X Foundation. Okay. Uh, like, and Mr. X is wily. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> I wasn't even gonna... Yeah, okay. But, Just um, in case someone could be surprised by that. Is there a silhouette and it's very obvious, or does he have a hat on or something and you can't tell? No, I'm pretty sure he has like a full disguise. Okay. I I can't remember for sure, but yeah, the idea is that this is going to go on. Dr. Light sends um, Mega Man to supervise the event, and then Mr. X is like, ha, I reprogrammed the strongest contestants or whatever, and it turns out that it's Wily, because of course it is. Okay. Yeah. And what are they going to do? Come up with a new guy? That's crazy. I can't remember what game it is, but there's a game where Mega Man just, like, charges up his buster ready to, like, fucking murder Wily. 
And like <laughs> Wily gets brought away by like Proto Man or something at the last minute mm. or something. I can't remember what happens. Maybe they're just like, Mega Man, calm down. And then he's like, oh, okay. It's really good though. He's like charging up his buzzer, ready to fucking off Wily once and for all. <laughs> I'm sick of fighting these robots. Stop building them. <laughs> what happens at the conclusion of each game? Does he get like arrested and taken to prison and then just escapes because robots like they bust him out? I'm not even I'm not even lying to you when I say I went to YouTube and typed in Mega Man and then typed A and it autofilled almost kills Wily. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So this is an intriguing event in this in the canon. Oh, okay. It's Mega Man Seven. That's where it is. Mm. Yeah, okay. I'm trying to find the moment. And Mega Man Seven is where they started putting like speech bubbles. Okay, yeah. So Wily's beaten here. He says, "Okay, I give up. Sorry about all the trouble. I'll go quietly." And Mega Man, I'm painting you a word picture since we're not doing video. Mega Man's charging yeah. his butt here. He's like, "I don't trust you, Wily. I'm gonna do what I should have done years ago." <laughs> there he, well, and he's like glowing. He's not wrong. Like, fool me six times, <laughs> and now, you know, one time too many. It's yeah. death penalty. It's, it's okay. the six-strike rule. Wily's, yeah. like, super scared looking and crawling on his ass, like, backwards with his hand up in a, like, please don't thing. And he's saying, you forget Mega Man robots cannot harm humans, dot, dot, dot. Mega Man says... Whoa, that's some Asimov stuff. Mega Man says, I am more... Then, uh, robot. Die, Wily. <laughs> Holy shit. This is amazing. Oh. And then Proto Man. No, no. It's getting screwed up. Oh, okay. It's getting screwed up because the, uh, Wily's base is, like, falling apart and, like, ruins a moment. Oh, so it's like, a, we gotta get out and leave him to die kind of thing? Oh, it's that dog. It's Bass and his dog. Bass is saying, too late, Mega Man. Too late? He too who, late? He who hesitates is lost. We shall return. Okay. So, is that first game any good? Like, the very first no, game? No, it isn't. Like, too much is missing to make it fun still? Or, like, it's, the core of it's still there, right? I mean, the core of like, it's still there, but, like... It's kind of like a proof-of-concept build as opposed to, like, a finished build of a game, in a way. Okay. But, yeah. Okay. It doesn't play so very it's got, well. There are a lot of what really precise jumps in that one, right? Mm. Like yeah. Kind of fucked. But, like, the controls are bad. That's the bigger problem. Gotcha. They're not as responsive. Do you have any of the traversal powers at all? Like, no. the platforms? Okay. Oh, yeah, you have, like... You have one thing, which is, like, this weird platform you can like, create that uh okay okay so it's like oh how do i explain it you know those like quick man like things that shoot across the like stage as you're yeah. jumping down it's kind of like yep. a small skinny version of that that you can create that'll like stop when it hits like a wall or something so you can like create a bunch of them to like jump up the oh, problem okay. is is that um it's you need a specific power to get it in a specific level, but they they assume you're going to do that. 
So you need to get the guts man power to like lift up the heavy objects or walls or break through the like breakable walls. Then you have to go to, I think, cut man's level. And then like it's sitting there in like some breakable walls. If you don't get it and you go to Wily stage, it the game assumes that like, why wouldn't you have this? And it just like there's parts of that level you can't finish without it. Even though it's kind okay. of an optional thing, it's so bad. they just hadn't figured out the because it, it really seemed in two like the only levels that are structured that way are like Wily's levels because they know you have everything at this point. Right. So it's just like you have to use this power, but you have it now. Like there's no excuse. But the Whereas... thing is, uh, they give you the power. This is a power you could overlook that they require oh. you to use in Wily one one or whatever in the first one. Okay. I wonder if there's well, anything in the manual about it. Maybe. If you had the yeah. Well, okay. I mean, maybe it's just like the Inafune connection or something, but I feel that was kind of my experience with Dead Rising One versus Two, where it's just like, oh, cool proof of concept. This yeah. is really rough now. Like I can't even play this anymore. The only, then, only in my head, the only way I can justify that kind of obvious bad design thing is like a form of anti-piracy of saying like we put this bullshit in here so you have to look up this specific thing to figure it out or Nintendo oh, like power bullshit maybe or something require the manual kind of thing like yeah. there's no way to know this if you don't have the manual I mean NES is full of stuff like that yeah isn't that Titan's quest yeah. I think Mega Man 1 would have come out before Nintendo power though right probably so, but yeah, so, I yeah, know. I don't know, but I don't know. Manual, but, something else. I think sure. it might have just been before Maybe time. Call where, hotline. I don't know. Before, like they read a book on or game just, design, or they just figured it out. Like they just did a bad thing. Like making it they're just like frustrating it, or impossible stuff was just. Eh, that's not that bad, you know. Players, just, oh, players will play it over and over until they figure this out. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that item's not. I guess not necessary. I, it, no, it is necessary. You and what, need it. And what if they don't in Ifune? Well, we got their money already. Ma ha ha ha. Yeah, that's <laughs> what he I mean, said. That adds yeah. to the value, the the uh, the tail end value for the player. And then thirty yeah. years later, he's doing the same <laughs> shit <laughs> with Mighty Number no. Nine. Trick. <laughs> yeah. yeah, biding his time. Did you play Mighty Number no. Nine? No. Oh. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Sorry. It's okay. I guess. I, no, it's fine. Look, the, the tone out there was not really in favor of doing that. Like, it was pretty low on the list of things I should be intrigued about, so... Mighty Number no. 9 was last year, right? That no. wasn't this year? Mm-hmm. Dude, that was this year. That was this, was this year? year? That's this year. Oh, man, I get to talk about that game in Game of the Year talks? <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. I'm going to put it on an honorable mentions list and see <laughs> and just see the hate. Oh man, it's going to be so good. It's going to be so good. I'm going to have to remember that. Yeah, it came out in June. Oh, okay. Jesus wow, Christ. That long ago. Yeah, I know. <laughs> it was I don't know why or something. That's I'm, just how quickly it came and went. And I mean, I played mm. through that game. So, okay. There's that. I watched you play through it. Yeah, exactly. I wasn't going to, but I wanted to know. I mean, it was the best playthrough ever done of that game. Because it was mm. done with love. 
Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Like, are there any games that now that it's almost over, like this year, that you feel you missed out? Like you you need to check out before those conversations happen, or oh not fuck really? yeah, oh fuck yeah, oh, okay. so many of them. <laughs> but I don't. But, but I instead, Resident Evil. But I can't even remember. That Mighty Number no. Nine, one of the more talked about controversial ones, <laughs> yeah. came out this year. So I don't remember what other games I wanted to play. I kind of wanted mm. to play uh, Call of Duty, the Infinite Warfare, to see what how that stacks up to the other shooters this year. But money, and that game's like stupid expensive. So fuck it, not gonna like, do it. Like more than eighty dollars expensive. Like, well, eighty dollars for the base game, but if you want the version with like the remaster of uh, Call of oh, Duty Four, it's a hundred and twenty dollars. No, that's a hundred and twenty. Oh wow! So it's just forty dollar game as well. Yeah, which but okay. only in that. See, the thing is, is I'm waiting for them to like lose split that up or... money and split it up and be like, okay, you can buy it now. It's fine. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, it'll be nice. Call of Duty feels like one of the <laughs> franchises that could probably get away with never doing that, though. Yeah. One of the few. Yeah, you're probably right. That's disappointing. Yeah. I don't know what other games I really want to play. Hitman. I know Hitman's Hitman. one I want to play. Hitman's real good. Yeah. I really like Hitman. Nathan, do you like Hitman games or no? Well, I... the thi- my only real experience with it was I, I played through all Assassin, the second one, on GameCube, and really liked it, and then just kind of didn't play another entry all the way through ever. Like I, I played Blood Money, I think was the next well-regarded one, uh, a bit, but I, I just didn't. It just didn't intrigue me the same way again. What intrigued uh, you about uh, the other one? Well, it, I mean, it is really just that kind of clockwork, like figuring out the best way to navigate a situation. Like, you know, like just those quiet, small victories is what you're aiming for. So there was a level where you straight up do the fugu fish, like sushi chef thing. And then I just walked away from the compound and just won without killing anybody and felt pretty cool about it. Uh, I think there's like a open heart surgery level. and Like there's neat scenarios in that second game. Uh, so yeah, just that kind of puzzly nature to it. Like that's, that's the core thing about Hitman and it just felt pretty well realized in the second game. How do you feel about um, an episodic version of that where it's just an open world that thing? That sounds like a lot of stuff. Like it sounds interesting, but mm-hmm. like, do you, that, so do you subscribe or buy, you buy into, you can, you just, you can just buy the whole game now. Oh, okay. They've released all the areas they're going yeah. to or. Yeah, it's, it's all out. They're going to do it. They're still doing periodic uh, content that's coming out, but they're doing it as seasons now. So they're gonna do a season two just onto the same game for the okay. next release. Like what? Is, what is so, it like? There's elusive targets and that kind of stuff. Yeah. Like, so that they're just like those are just timed hits that of different challenge stuff that are on the same maps, but it's like six, six. It's a bunch of set story missions is the bulk of the game. Okay. Like the main game and then then it has all this challenge stuff mixing it up hmm. on top of that stuff. Also there's a mission with open heart surgery and a fugu fish in it. Yeah, okay. Anyway. That's just the stuff they implemented. <laughs> that's, that's in like, one of the stuff. Let's just put it in. Yeah. 
I no, it's hey, good idea is a good idea. So just keep rolling. Or Nintendo does it. Just you know, yeah. <laughs> incremental improvement. Like yeah, like no one's gonna go back and play Hitman Two, and I'm not saying anyone should. So mm-hmm. roll that roll that stuff forward. So now it's intriguing. Like of the games I have, the one I feel stupid for not having finished is Uncharted Four because I'm pretty sure all of that stuff's gonna be spoiled if I don't play it now. Like debating the ending and whether it's good or not and all this kind of stuff so oh i just want to hear what the should. ending is i don't give a fuck about that game okay play anyway okay. i do care about the story a little bit just yeah just there there was some like good writing and stuff in the early parts of it i just kind of petered out i do i did hear that yeah i i i feel like I have it in me to finish it up, though, so I, I should probably do that. I felt a little slighted by 3, I think. I didn't like 3. And I didn't like the end of 2. Like, yeah, the very end of 2 has the blue guys. The blue monkey men or whatever. God, it's so annoying. Yeah. 3 was weird for me, because like, I, I, re- I was replaying it a year ago or so, and just kind of felt confused for a while. I was like, what the hell was I doing? Like, This game's great. And it's just it's just a pacing thing. Like it just hits a really solid brick wall in the middle of the game, uh, that sapped all the momentum that was going on. Like I, f- I feel that game has like most mo- most of the stuff is actually really good. It just kind of hits a big speed bump and doesn't leave a great impression after that point. So it's not bad. It's just kind of wonky. And actually, that was that was one of those things on that Amy Henry where she was talking about having to throw that game together very quickly compared to the second one. So okay. I'm kind of not surprised. Like It was kind of like they just had no pre-production time on it. It's just like, hey, that was a hit. All right, make another one. And just kind of jump back in. So that some of it's a little rough makes sense. Is that an excuse, not that that's though? a great excuse. Yeah, I know. I was about to say, like, I'm not saying that means it's a great game. I just mean... I mean, I'm not I, saying that oh, you're excusing it. it. I'm just kind of throwing that out there. Is it an excuse? It's like, hey, it's really hard to make great video games. I understand, so... I mean, it might be. Know. Like, not that yeah. it's hard. It might be an excuse. Yeah, like, okay. I'm, I'm, th- I'm like, actually posing the question. It's like, you know what? That is a good excuse. <laughs> Sorry, excuses are usually bad. So I was trying to say, no, it's not. I'm just saying. But no, yeah, <laughs> yeah, that is their excuse. And you know what? I think it holds up. Like It's hmm. it's a rough production schedule. Because so. I don't think it does. Yeah. I think it's when a, you're putting totally... out a triple-A product, I don't think there's excuses for a fully-fledged game that you're releasing at the highest tier of uh, price point. Mm. Especially well. when you're... A household name for a console and company in general, like Sony. When you're Naughty Dog and you're doing an Uncharted game, it kind of has to be perfect. Yeah. It's probably pressure from Sony, too, to hit a certain date. I mean, I'm not saying Sony's innocent in this. I'm saying that they're probably the cause of it being shitty. It also would be weird, because it's not like Sony put on pressure for... The next Gran Turismo game to come out, or whatever. It would be nice <laughs> they if they did. Let them take forever. <laughs> yeah. Oh, mm-hmm. how do you, how do you guys feel about uh the new Crash? Kind of cool, right? Crash, what? Crash guys, woo! Crash is back. No, what? okay. I guess Are I'm you serious? dude. Okay, because in the beginning of Uncharted Four, there's like a Crash gag. Isn't it just fun. a re-release of the first three? Yeah, but it is a remake of the first three with new uh. assets and everything. 
Oh, okay. Oh, I never okay. liked those games to start with, so but I'm not. But Crash, Crash is back. <laughs> I never got. Excited. I never got it. I like Crash. Nah, I didn't, it, I didn't play a lot of Crash. I played a yeah. bit of Crash Nitro Kart, I think. And that was, no, it was Crash Bash, the party game. Oh, uh, okay. That yeah, counts even that less than the one that I was going to give you shit for. So okay. <laughs> well, right, well, there you whatever. Go. What about HD Parappa? That's kind of cool, right? Is the like input delay stuff gonna be? You know fixed? that that's the one th- now. <laughs> that's the like... one thing I want to know. That's the one thing I don't care how it looks. If they fix just yeah. that, if they fix Cheap Cheap's level, holy shit! Where it's playable, <laughs> holy shit! That's a game changer. Where you can play the game. Oh, I can hear all the songs now. This is. You get to the poop song. Oh my god! In the rain or in the snow, you got the funky flow. I mean, I know that song. Yeah. Rodney Mm. Greenblatt. That guy's name is great. You gotta believe, man. I I don't believe anymore. He says that a lot. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, so do I. He stole my catchphrase. Okay, so this is a bit... So, just talking about Crash, I'm I'm kind of also flirting with the idea of playing some of the old Jack games, like two and three specifically. Yeah, okay. Just because part part of the reason though, like, was kind of tying to my enjoyment of Mafia Two, which was just I really like open world driving. Like, I just really dig that kind of center hub conceit of just driving around a city. And I know Paul, you hate that. I hate it. It's the worst thing. Does it just feel like kind of? nonsense in between stuff between the real meat of the game or what is it that bothers you about it like yep i i just feel so immersed in the place of the game when i'm allowed to roam around it's probably like the same reason why you say something like i thought it was a good like timepiece movie and i'm like yeah but i hate those like where like period pieces or period pieces where like the whole draw is oh look they did this like time this place in time perfectly I'm just like, yeah, but okay. it's boring as shit. Who fucking cares? It's it's kind of the same thing where it's like, I've driven in a fucking city. Give me a prototype where I'm flying in it. Okay. Well, yeah. there's I mean, flying cars in Jack 2. For me, I'll say like, if, it, if it's a game where I want to play through the story, but it's making me do traverse from mission to mission, that's lame. Okay. Uh, okay. Like, but if I'm playing but GTA 5... Really, the most fun I had in that game was just driving. This is the and thing. I fucking have no reverence for the missions at all. I hate them. This is the thing. Uh, all is I that do is drive. What I'm talking about specifically is L.A. Noir and how like I liked a lot of what that game did for its story, but I hated driving the broken ass shit cars everywhere. Okay, well, Mafia Two is not your game then, because <laughs> it's like kind of right. the same era. <laughs> like specifically, I was really like. Man, this is kind of like L.A. Noir, and I really like driving in L.A. Noir. So, like, I never hit the fast travel ever because I just dug driving around. Period. Los Angeles. So, sure. I guess we're just on different different wavelengths there. But yeah, I really sure. enjoyed driving around GTA's world too. I'm trying to remember any specific missions that really tickled my fancy. Like there, I mean, there's shootouts in it that were, you know, like Trevor blows up a bunch of meth heads. And I remember that, but that's I, okay. I would just drive by myself on one mission on GTA Online. That's that's how I had fun with that game. 
But a, a big part of it was just being able to go fast and car deformity. Yeah. Which a lot of racing games don't even have. It's just being able to drive. vehicles. And, yeah. Yeah. Car yeah. deformity was a big part of it. How oh, fucking oh no, you're right. I totally. I had a truck get like crunched by a train and then just still work. But yeah. I just loved how bent off its axle. Like it was just like this is so fucked up. I love it. Like yeah. this truck is still working. It's like that game just has so much fucking money behind it that they can do weird stuff like that in a lot of detail. Yeah. I just remember one mission I thought was kind of neat conceptually where you snipe a plane and then Trevor trace chases it down on a dirt bike. Like it was just kind of a neat like co- obstacle course he's navigating on a dirt bike. But you, yeah, generally speaking, a lot of that stuff faded away. It was also, I mostly did mission stuff on the online mode where the like linearity of the way those things work as heists is uh-huh. fucking infuriating in a multiplayer setting. Oh, like just the amount that you can't deviate from the story they've set out for their missions is actually infuriating to me after playing something like like Payday, just of as comparison for a heist thing where stuff mm. can just happen. Like it's really rigidly, uh, it's super out. rigid. Like you have to like it's scripted out that it's gonna go bad. Oh, okay, so no amount of talent can make it. Yeah, and okay. just yeah, you yeah. have to shoot a lot of people every time. Hmm. I mean, I'm and okay with shooting, shooting a GTA lot of people. Is... Well, I just think the shooting in GTA is bad. Oh yeah, in GTA. Yeah, <laughs> yeah GTA. That's what I mean. Yeah, cool, man. I didn't. I don't know. GTA is fine. I will say you're right. I like driving around and just fucking around in GTA. But yeah, I don't want to drive old 30s cars in a <laughs> shitty city. <laughs> it's not fun for oh, me. Alright, well. <laughs> I had fun. <laughs> Just like, I'm, I'm gonna glad. pull on over to, I'm gonna buy a new suit and go buy a burger. <laughs> Just like, <clears throat> so I'm, yeah, I hope at least some remnant of that stuff is in the third game. Or, I don't know. That's, uh, that's alarming to hear. They oh they do some cool stuff with story continuity between all of them though. Like there was specifically a mission in two that is the ending of the first game, which is kind of the only scene I remembered from the first game when I played it like a decade earlier. But it was still just kind of like oh neat. Like they actually put some thought into this. And so I think Vito is in the third one. Like the main character from this game is a ally of uh, Lincoln Clay in the oh. third game. Okay, I'm pretty sure. So. That's cool. I don't know. It's just kind of that they they kind of are mindful of their fiction going forward. It's, uh, I mean, GTA I did know. that too. Yeah, like Trevor I'm, kills well, the protagonist of Lost <laughs> and Damned at the, like the beginning of that thing. Poor Johnny. Yeah, his brain was on his shoe. Yeah. Yeah. Video games. Violent. Video games. You want to talk about movies at all, or is this just about games? Noteworthy movies that have uh, crossed my radar lately like hank you you keep up with new stuff right like you're yeah you're it seems it seems more so beast. than you lately jeez yeah i've kind of been falling off a bit but so fantastic beasts is uh eddie Ray- redmayne infuriatingly annoying in it like just you just want to punch the screen <laughs> no, okay it's i understand weird. why watching... nathan hasn't seen it now <laughs> it, 
it's weird watching a blockbuster movie where like the main character has social anxiety and doesn't okay. like talking to people. Like that's just fucking weird. It's not it's like he's very really cinematic. socially awkward, but okay. he's just you can kind of tell like, oh, this is a character who's not outgoing and like doesn't really like talking to people. That's weird. Okay. Huh. But then like the and then so then it's so him and the main female lead, forget her name. Um but both of them are kind of weird like that and then it's the supporting characters uh who are more outgoing. <laughs> Okay. Which is a weird thing for a movie. It's the movie's just kind of all over the place and weirdly structured, but that's sort of what made it more watchable to me, is it didn't feel like it didn't have the formula that so many other blockbuster movies had this year of just it being a big vortex or something at the end. <laughs> okay. Was there a lot of vortexes this year? Uh, like, Ghostbusters, I know I've seen... Suicide oh, okay. Squad. Suicide Squad has a weird vortex at the end. Yeah, yeah. What? Okay. Um, I'm sure there was another one. Uh, Independence Day, kind of, but not really. Okay. But yeah, it and it's this is just a weird thing. And also, it was there's a weird thing where all the char- actors in this feel like actors instead of movie stars. So they kind okay. of feel like they're characters, but then. Johnny Depp is on the screen near the end, and he just yeah. feels like a cartoon character. You're just like, I heard about that. What that was the a bit fuck? Divisive, like he just stands out because everyone else was acting, and he was mm. not acting. <laughs> he was just being Johnny Depp in makeup. So okay. that was weird. There's been a lot of that kind of negative. Like I okay, so just for context, I'm staring at Johnny Depp right now because he's in yeah. a poster on my wall. Because Ed Wood is a fantastic movie. Yeah, so Johnny Depp used to be an actor. He used yeah. to be really, really good. Was it that Pirates up. money or what? I think it was that Pirates money. Okay. Well, and also just that, like that, his idea of playing that character that way worked, and with, that he had to fight to play that character that way. So now no one ever argues with him. Mm. Oh, okay. So he he found a quirky angle and just kind of sticks with it now or just he can do no one ever tells him what to do anymore okay hit it big mm-hmm. yeah i guess just yeah, see what he tries been... and i think he hangs out with kevin smith oh right <laughs> actually yeah hey paul how how is his performance don't Yoga even hosters? don't even talk to me <laughs> okay sorry okay you know hey that is but the I, worst I, I, fucking movie <laughs> Like ever made. Sorry to bring it up again. Fantastic Beasts, uh, not the worst movie. Like oh, I had okay. it totally fine. I can't. I'm not. I can't recommend it either. But it was like it was okay. What if like, you really like Harry Potter? Harry Potter? Yeah. If you're a Potter fan, is I this mean, it, doing what you want? It Hypothetically, barely feels connected to Harry Potter. Honestly. Oh, so maybe what is all the structure? Is it, is it a mystery? Is it like a treasure hunt? Like, what is it's the kind core? Of, well, the, it sort of sets it up like the plot of the recent Goosebumps movie. Okay. Yeah, Where, like, okay. magical creatures have escaped in New York, and you have to go find them. From the okay. books? Yeah. No, it's from, all of it's from his some... suitcase. His suitcase is like a... It works like a TARDIS. Like, it's bigger on the inside. That's stupid. So up creatures in thousands there. of beasts in there, and they yeah. broke out. Okay, it, okay. Uh, only like 
a couple broke out. That's though. fucking stupid. Goosebumps <laughs> like is better. Th- it's like three broke out. And then there's a dark other thing that's going on because this is going to be like five movies or something. So that yeah, there's, there's a different thing. Are these books or is this just movies? There's one very short book. Yeah. But uh, J.K. Rowling herself is writing the screenplays, right? So she's she's invested in this stuff going forward. J.K. Rowling needs to stop. Why? I mean, she made a lot what do you of mean? money. She's done. As far she as I'm concerned, no she, to stop at all. She, she made her money. About? She made her money. She's done. Yeah. No. What? That's not what. Okay. Yeah. Like Stephen right, King how money quit in '84. Making more. Stephen King should yes, have quit. Can. Yes. He should no. quit now. Dude, Green Mile was good. The, the the Hodges trilogy is is a series of books I read. I'm not saying they're great. I just you know. All no, I'm saying don't take that away from me is Tolkien quit. <laughs> okay. And like, but then look his ha- son kept going. Right, and he shouldn't have. Okay, I agree with that. <laughs> I never I never checked those out. So All did I'm saying- Tolkien quit or did he just? I'm going to translate Arthur now or something. Like, did he just move into stuff no one cared about? Well, I mean, that's essentially quitting, right? Okay. Well, when you move away from the things people care about, you quit. Oh, okay. Do your own thing. Yeah. Like how I moved away from media monks and joined Pixel Response. <laughs> yeah. You is know, that the same? Yeah. That's the same. Think, I don't think it is. Yeah. I quit Media Monks because it was too popular, so we had to do <laughs> Pixel Response. <laughs> so Media Monks is Harry Potter, and then Pixel right. Response is... is Fantastic uh, Beasts? No, I think Pixel Response is Casual Vacancy? <laughs> it's an analogy, right? I don't know what that is. Okay. And then there's those mystery books. The Robert... Uh, Richard Galbraith? The Robert England Silkworm? Yeah, no. Yes. <laughs> no. Those would be better. <laughs> okay, so Fantastic Beasts. Uh, I, I, didn't read, I haven't read the play that's the sequel to Harry Potter. Oh, yeah. There's a copy of that r- right near me right now, but I have not looked at it. Are you a Potterhead? Uh, no. I mean, I like those books, but I liked them when I was, you know, the age of the characters that were in them. And I, I mean, they- technically, you still are. <laughs> but uh they just haven't been written about at your age now so i just think i thought they got better up to like five and then they kind of went off cliff at the end oh okay i i quite like six but then the i mean i like six seven. at the time six in retrospect because of how much it sets up for seven i like less okay. now. I, I five was my favorite of the movies easily oh okay i only saw it one time I, I read I Animorphs, and I think I chose nice. the better series. I also I watched Animorphs. Have you watched the Animorphs TV show? I we did. We watched one episode of it a while ago, and we were kind of just like, dude, that's Iceman. This is weird. Like, <laughs> yeah. That was the main takeaway. Yep. But I really liked Animorphs when that was coming out. Me too. I really liked Animorphs. And then Vancouver. they released the like Andalite trilogy or something in a big book. And I remember getting that for Christmas and reading it in a weekend and then having nothing else to read. And I was super <laughs> bummed about it. <laughs> Animorphs is dope. In that one book, she's turning into a cat on the cover. It's great. Yeah. Uh-huh. 
Oh man, they changed the books. The new books don't have. Wait, are these like, like the covers? Like they re-released them and they're different. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, they yeah. Definitely did. They definitely okay. Did. Okay, but is this one of those covers that, like, whichever way you look at it, the image changes? Because that might be okay still. That's still kind of technology working. (laughs) Working (laughs) its best to get the message across. Because, yo, I like... Would you be in any way interested in, like, a big Hollywood reboot of Animorphs? Or would you just turn your nose up at that as being just totally off the mark, like the Power Rangers thing? It depends. Like, is... Rachel gonna Presumably. turn into a cat? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. That's that's gonna happen. Then I'm then I'm totally fine with it. Okay. And uh, th- that's being presumptive. I just know the Power Rangers thing is frosty. People feel. I don't know. I don't know if people are. I mean, that movie excited. looks weird, but whatever. yeah, the young adulty. Yeah. I watched oh, yeah. dumb young adult superhero things this year. Like Maximum Ride and Max Steel, so nice. Maximum Ride. Yeah, it's based on James Patterson kid novel book series. I think it's the lowest grossing movie per theater I've ever seen. (laughs) Oh, okay. It's in like twelve theaters. It made like four thousand dollars. Three point nine out of ten on IMDb. Hey Nathan, I don't think this is going to make your top two fifty or whatever you're obsessed with. Maxwell Ride is amazingly terrible. It's like a really enjoyable, terrible, terrible movie. There's like really amazingly bad effects where like they're flying and you can just tell they're like CG models with the actors' faces plastered on top of them. It looks really bad. Does she turn into a cat? No, they just all have wings. Why? It's like the X-Men, but they just all have wings. Are they cat wings? No. Oh. Well, then why do I care? Sorry, they're not cats. I guess oh. you don't. Oh, man. Okay, so for movies I mean, No one for else me, did either, so... You're in good company? <laughs> That's right. Sorry. Movies, like, I'm trying to think if I've been to the theater since Arrival, and I don't think I have, but I was just kind of doing this, like, Mar- Martin Scorsese Appreciation Festival <laughs> at home. Mm-hmm. Uh like with some of the commentary stuff, but also I rewatched uh, King of Comedy, and really, really liked it this time as well. Probably more than I did the first time. Uh, have you seen that, Hank? King of Comedy. King of Comedy. Robert De Niro. Nope, mm-hmm. that's not ringing a bell. I've seen oh, okay. King of Queens. Is it like that? Okay. No, it's not like that. It's kind of like just a. I I prefer it to Taxi Driver, but it's kind of a similar basic idea of just like somebody going crazy, like played by Robert De Niro, uh, and just kind of he has this like demented thing he wants to do. But in this case, it is I'm going to get on TV. I'm going to go on a late night talk show by any means necessary. And he just kind of crosses all sorts of social barriers and does awkward stuff uh, just to kind of muscle his way onto a late night talk show. And it's just. I guess it's just a really great narcissistic character where he's just oblivious to how annoying he is being to everybody. Uh, There's some great awkward comedy in there and it's like 1982. It didn't do very well and kind of put Scorsese's career in jeopardy for a little (laughs) bit there, but it's pretty good. Uh, Yeah. Jerry Lewis plays the host of the show he wants to be on and he kind of just, it's, it's kind of like celebrity stalker stuff. Like he's just too clingy 
and like just shows up at signings and things like this. Like it's it's just kind of Robert De Niro being re- like crazy in a fun new way that he doesn't usually do. Like uh, laughing at his own jokes in his basement and just recording like a demo tape that is super cringy and awkward and bad. And then his mom's yelling down the stage, down the stairs to like, shut up. I'm trying to sleep. Like just kind of social outcast. It's uh, it's pretty great. I don't know. I might check this Does that out. Sound fun? Yeah, no, it's honestly, it kind of does because it would just be nice to see a Martin Scorsese film without fucking Leonardo DiCaprio in it. <laughs> Again, yeah, you kind of have to go back in time. Yeah. Although, hey, the new one, uh, Silence, which is probably kind of why I've been going on this little path. Uh, that doesn't have a minute. It's uh, Liam Neeson and Andrew Garfield. Okay, I'm in. Yeah, Jesuit yeah. monks, dude. Woo. Oh, maybe I'm not so in. That sounds dude. It's a boring. period piece, 17th century. Yeah, I'm <laughs> so fucking out. really detailed. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I get it, but yeah. It's almost three hours, dude. Come on. Do you get it though? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'll just watch I'll just watch the original Kings of Comedy again. What? It's a good movie. The original Kings of Comedy? Uh-huh. Wait, oh, isn't okay. that the black one? Yeah. Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah. Stand up it's just stand up comedy. Yeah. And then what I are... also watched uh, his very first uh which depending who you ask, like if the you Departed? find a film snob. Yeah, that was the one. 2006. <laughs> Hot new director. Martin yep. Scorsese. Yep. Like, he was such a film fan for so many years, but he never really, you know, made a movie until right. 2006. Yeah. Yeah, that's how I remember it. And then you can never uh, rewatch it, because when you know the ending, it loses any watchability. I, any punch? The ending of that movie. You hated yeah. it? Yeah. I really hate the ending. I'm, I'm I was really in, the and then the it. ending is like, what the fuck? Hmm. I don't know. We I'm should not, probably. Sure. I think I kind of like it, but we should probably talk about the like... movie you're actually wanting to talk about. <laughs> yeah. All right. So who's who's that knocking at my door? Or I'll call first. Or I call first. I call first. If you're, uh, I don't know, uh, a white. OT. Oh. I think that's like that was his preferred title, but he was a young filmmaker. You don't get to make that decision when you're making your first movie, so it's not called that. But he wanted it to be. So on IMDb, it's credited as that, but yeah, that, I, you know, that was actually, that ties back to my Catholic guilt thing with Lars von Trier. That is a Catholic guilt movie. Like it's, it's about a guy who's kind of just super torn up over his own feelings towards uh, He just kind of can't get over this mental hurdle. And he, that's Harvey Keitel's character. Uh, probably the one takeaway that I just really enjoyed was, uh, there's a lot of talking about movies in the movie. So it just sounds like Martin Scorsese talking. Cause he wrote it himself. Like just people enthusiastically talking about a John Wayne movie in a way that no one does, <laughs> but I kind of liked it. I don't know. It's, it's, oh, it was super like kind of leisurely paced and just like art housey. Like it's not, Hey, entertainment. It's, it's kind of put on your film. Yeah. Pass. Hat. Yeah, no, I am not <laughs> recommending this for, like, almost anyone. It's like, if you want to see Martin Scorsese's first movie, you can see that he made it by watching it. And you'll be like, oh, oh, there's, okay, he would kind of further develop that idea later. Stuff like that, but... But I've already seen yeah, The Departed. Yeah, you've already seen The Departed. So. Yeah, so I don't need to it's see my... his first movie. I saw but The Departed, I saw Shutter Island, 
and Goodfellas. There you go. And that's it. That's his whole library. I actually, I I watched Goodfellas with the commentary, and it was pretty fun. Goodfellas like, is a actually, good movie. It's it's a good movie, and it's a great commentary that they edit down the movie to only when people are talking. So it's like you save some time because <laughs> when you're watching a commentary, you're just I'm here for the comments. So if nobody's commentating, well, I'm not really enjoying the movie because I can't hear it anyway. So it's like two hours and four minutes on commentary, and it's hmm. got a whole bunch of people on it. Like, uh, just people pop in for a scene or two, and then they're not there anymore. Henry Hill's on it briefly, like the guy it's about. Uh, yeah, it's, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, if you like Goodfellas, it brings a lot of information to the table about that movie and how it was made. People uh, really love Raging Bull. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah, they do. I don't think that movie's as good as people think it is. You know, I, I will kind of echo that too but maybe it was just kind of hyped up <laughs> okay. for me like because it was always like oh no this is one of the best movies it's like oh okay and then you watch it knowing that and maybe that's already affecting how you're perceiving it but mm. i don't know maybe it's just kind of like well it's a biopic and it doesn't like glamorize that guy it's like yeah jake lamato was kind of a piece of shit and it's like well that's kind of bold i guess to make a movie that doesn't maybe for like that, that time period or something because that's a th- thing that we've grown up with ha- that just happens. happens now yeah but it still doesn't happen like the, no, they're still right. kind of glamorizing that still happens on occasion but i'm kind of speaking without knowledge of this but isn't it true that straight out compton kind of shies away from more upsetting parts of the story i mean it does about but the fact that they're black no they're still black <laughs> no no it's more didn't Dre punch a lady like th- that kind of thing didn't that happen i thought that happened and then in the movie it doesn't happen it like, doesn't happen in the movie. there's like a there's this weird conversation and Dre has with a woman in that scene it's like it's gonna get into it and then it's like yeah but let's not oh okay but you know what i'm gonna also that movie's bad though. My better angels <laughs> is it just kind of not problematic like, or it's just yeah that it's like formula for me way the, and the bigger problem is their music talks about the stuff you'd want to know about just listen to fuck the police and no vaseline the story is right there <laughs> in there those songs the best part of the movie is when they play those songs yeah nathan jeez mm. sorry stop. i didn't watch it so <laughs> stop going to movies sorry. and listen to some music i made my that made my bottom 10 list <clears throat> that year um, yeah, that's too bad because that see, could have been cool. It I had the option been. to watch that movie, but uh, instead I chose to watch Trainwreck, Amy Schumer. And I, I know Paul's Amy out. Schumer. I'm sure it was a train wreck. That's just like the <laughs> you know, easiest low hanging fruit to joke. Yeah, I hate her. I hate her. I can't. Okay. Do you, Do you want to elaborate or no? There's nothing okay. to elaborate on. She's unfunny and she's kind of a cunt. Well, but okay, but uh, what does that mean? What do you mean? Like the fact that she says... she's a comedian that yep. does a lot of what's the word I'm looking for? Like self, what the fuck is the word? Depreciation stuff, or like calling herself a whore, ha ha, or like sex jokes and shit like this. And then yeah. like somebody like tries to say something to her, and she like tries to sue them for harassment. 
or some. She's a cunt. She's Did a terrible that person. Like, yeah, that happened. Okay. One of okay. her fans like said something. She took it out of line and like freaked out about it. Oh, okay. And I it's happened this. multiple times. Oh, I okay. I've never heard that. I just That's know fair. the sketches from the show, and I've enjoyed some of them. Like Wait, roughly fifty percent, like the Inside Amy Schumer her sketch oh. comedy show. Okay. Yeah. I think it steadily got better, but I, I guess I won't elaborate on that. So, okay, all, all, to, all to say, I was actually kind of disappointed with Trainwreck. I, I was expecting to have a better time, and kind of, I don't know if it's Schumer, or I felt it was more Judd Apatow's tendencies, maybe yeah. just kind of crept in there, and I was just like, this isn't the, that funny. Like, that was a big, that was a big reason I didn't want to see it. It seems like he just has fallen into a formula. Yeah, or just kind of how he gets at comedy. Just like we'll just improvise for a bit, just kind of shoot the shit for a while, and then I'll call through it and put what I think is funny there, and that'll be a scene. But remember, funny people and how that wasn't. Yeah, I do. (laughs) I I do, and that kind of led me to skip. This is forty. So yeah, that that kind of ended up being the the piston I thought wasn't firing. I will say, I watched like a huge percentage of that movie not realizing I was looking at Tilda Swinton ever. Like, she just kind of was in that movie, and I didn't notice it was her. She didn't notice an alien? No! (laughs) Like, it's like, oh, she has hair and, like, eyebrows and stuff. Like, I just didn't think it was her. I was like, who's this British character actress? Like, who is that? I was like, it's Tilda Swinton. What are you talking about? Oh, sorry. Like, I just felt dumb saying it, but she just looks normal in this movie, for the most part. Weird. So... I, yeah, weird, right? Uh, okay, actually, one one thing with this movie, I feel a lot of its comedy is contingent on you caring who an athlete is. Okay. Like, it's just kind of, hey, look at that. It's a basketball player you may be familiar with. Okay. Okay, it- I, I'm not, though. Okay, well, then you won't think the next three minutes are funny. Great. Like, it just kind of... Are you talking about just on a that. sport, like an athlete or a specific athlete? There's a couple in the movie, like there's, and okay. it depends what you consider athleticism, but John Cena has a part. Uh, okay. The main one, though, is LeBron James, but I just, I've never, I haven't seen him play basketball ever. I understand he's really good. This is where I, I would I defer to Hank, who is a basketball. He's very good at basketball. That's okay. true. Very there we accurate. Go. Okay. Like, so does him just kind of appearing in a, like, hey, Bill Hader and LeBron James are in a Starbucks and uh, he he's kind of making like, oh, I forgot my wallet in the car. That's I mean, really this funny. sounds like an American Express commercial you're setting up or something. Yeah, and that's just <laughs> like context in this romantic comedy. It's, yeah, I don't know. There's just like whole minutes of dead air for me in that movie where it's just like, all right, I, this this conceit right now just isn't funny to me. So, and then to top it off, it's kind of like, oh, it's edgy, but it's kind of just a romantic comedy formula. Like they just managed to find a way to follow the exact same beats of that story where like, okay, come this mark in the movie, they need to start fighting for some reason. So we wrote yeah. one in where they fight yeah. and then they don't, you know, get along for a little bit and you're like, Oh no, this is sad. Cause they liked each other before. And then some grand gesture happens and then it's over. Like it just, it falls right in line with that, but with more cursing, like it just kind of, I don't know. I was so, I was expecting a little Apatow more. Apatow had his hands in there. Uh, oh yeah. Where the fuck is Leslie Mann? What's she doing in it? 
she's not in it. So no, that's impossible. That I I don't really I find her annoying. Yeah. So, yeah, she's not there. Weird, right? So it, that's, that's intriguing. It's not possible. She must be like a <laughs> extra that you don't <laughs> see or something. I, you know, maybe I missed it, but I, I don't think so. Did she no. have a job before marrying him? You're, yes. No, I mean, like in this industry. Pretty quickly. No, dude, yeah. So oh, she, she was, was in, in the, the cable, cable guy. guy. Yeah. Which he produced, yeah. then married her, and then that, that was that. And so, then, yeah, George of the Jungle, Big Daddy, Time Code. I'm looking at her stuff right now. Yeah. That's how that happened. Apparently, there's also a Leslie Mann who was an athlete from November 18th, 1892 to January 14th, 1962. That's when he lived. He was a college football huh. player. Neat. Yeah. <laughs> the more you know. No. But, yeah. Um, and, hey, last Scorsese thing, I promise. Okay. So, Black Narcissist, right? Michael Powell's classic film from 1947. All right, sorry. Uh, Yeah, dude, it's a great movie. He commentates on it. Uh, I loved hearing it. And yeah, check it out. Criterion, go online, check it out. Black Narcissus. It's really, really good. Powell and Pressburger. It, you know, kind of movie out of time because it was made in 47, but it feels like maybe 63 or so. Weird, right? It's like... Kind of, yeah. I don't know. I was impressed by it. It's like some of the techniques and stuff in it are just like, Oh, weird. This is this is kind of really sharp, sharp stuff. Um, kind of how Scorsese handles like fantasy sequences comes directly from that movie, like where he just hard cuts into a fantasy and you're kind of just disoriented. It's like, is this real? Is this happening? He he got that from from that movie. So, I don't know. Fun facts. I where, I was having a great time with. Where's this, kind of this two fifty top two fifty movie? What? Oh, <laughs> that's on IMDb. Yeah, uh, that movie is not on the list because not enough have ranked it you have to have twenty five thousand or more votes on your movie and it's at like 16 or something where would i click on imdb to find this list though uh you kind of the best way is just to look up a movie that is on the list and then find the full list there so you know what fight club will take you there pulp fiction will take you there uh christopher nolan will take you there like six times because people like him so much. <laughs> okay, oh, and they love his movies. Uh, wait, I just Nathan, did you see Wolf of Wall Street? I did see Wolf of Wall Street, and I had like the most wild whiplashy response to that movie, where I I hated it when I first saw it, and then just it kind of just corrupted my soul, and then I was like, yeah, it's probably the best movie I've seen this year. Like it just got all weird. It was just like, wow. I had the strongest feelings about it on the hate spectrum, and then it just swung around to like, oh wait, never mind, that's genius. Like I don't know. Did you did you have a so what was your my experience? feelings on it are that was okay. Michael okay. Bay made this movie better by making Pain and Gain though. Pain and Gain is pretty pretty impressive. Movie. <laughs> it's pretty good. I had a pretty good time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's just fucking better. <clears throat> I don't yeah, really good. What is the comparison? Just like shitty crime people. Well, like, what is the... I mean, Michael Mike Wahlberg's character is trying to do that same kind of thing on a much smaller scale at the beginning of that movie. Yeah, like, okay. Trying to scam those old people, but the the big thing to me is Pain and Gain fucking hates its characters. Okay, <laughs> Wolf of Wall yeah. Street doesn't hate that guy those guys enough. 
that's that's that weird thing. Yeah, that line Scorsese kind of like doesn't judge his characters deliberately, and I kind yeah. of find that like, no, but dude, I hate this guy. Yeah, and the movie doesn't, so it doesn't give me any kind of like recourse for it. It almost yeah. does the opposite, where Kyle Chandler is there and wants to take him down, but kind of can't, and then takes the train home, and it's just kind of like, fuck, that's that's me, like that's my avatar in this movie, and I don't like that. I don't like where that puts me. So yeah, I don't know. There's a pain and gain <laughs> about how much these fucking suck. are just idiots, and they're just yeah. the worst. Nathan, the usual suspects is the 25th best movie ever. (laughs) Oh, I know. (laughs) It's sure, surely, yeah. Give me the top 10. Kevin Spacey's charisma. Give me the top 10. Oh, as I remember it? Right now. Yeah. I think 10 is Fight Club. Yeah, you're right. Uh, Nine. Oh, boy. What would nine be? Nine is, uh, I mean, I can give you a hint if you want. No. Um, sure. Okay. Um, Clint Eastwood. I'm trying to... Really? Yeah. Clint Eastwood. Yeah. In the ninth greatest movie ever made. Yes. Mm-hmm. According to IMDb.com, which you can go to www.imdb.com. Weird. I'm just trying to think what would. <sighs> just take a shot baby? and guess. No. It's the good, the bad, and the ugly. Oh, okay. What about number eight? All right, dude. You like I? It's really top five is the only ones I know. I I'm okay. pretty sure I have. Okay, so top sorry, eight. Yeah. So what's number eight? Oh no. Okay, I need another hint, dude. This is a terrible segment. Like, dude, I know Pulp Fiction's on there. I know twelve. Okay, we mentioned the author of the book the movie is based on. I mean, whatever. Oh, it's it's going to be too much. It's Lord of the Rings Return to Kane at number eight. Oh, wow. Okay. What's okay. number seven? God damn it. <laughs> Why am I the only one on trial? Because you're the uh, one who knows this list. Okay. It's Pulp Fiction. You've st- Like you said it, so I'm going to count it. Okay. Let's start from six to one. Damn it. Okay. <laughs> I think I think Twelve Angry Men is five, so six. it is okay. Six is. Think Holocast. What? Oh, really? oh, Schindler's List. <laughs> Schindler's List. <laughs> no, you said he said the year it came out. I should have yeah, said the year. You're last right. Time. You're right. Okay. What's number four? We've done it too. Number four is Dark Knight. Yeah. What's three? And number three is Godfather Part Two. Yeah, two. Godfather. Yeah, and one. These is Shawshank Redemption. Yeah. Yeah. Is the Shawshank There's Redemption the ever not at number one on this list? Uh rarely, very rarely. It the top hasn't fluctuated in quite a while. Like, yeah. But yeah, if it does, it's Hey Godfather, which it's kind of weird having two and th- like one and two there because it's like well, it's like one big movie, but okay. What's What's spots. number one hundred? Oh boy! If I give uh, you, if I give you a year, nineteen seventy-five. Oh boy, nineteen seventy-five. And I think you like this movie. I'm not a hundred percent. No, it's Monty it's Python and the Holy Grail. Whoa. Okay. You know huh. what's? You Where's know what's, Arrival at right now? Ninety-five. I, I know it was. 
Okay. It's better Weird. than Monty Python and the Holy it's, Grail. Yeah, it's better than Monty Python and the Holy Grail. <laughs> like, just so quotable, you know? All those sweet lines in Arrival. Here we go. <laughs> I'm I'm out. I don't have... It's a great wall, man. I don't have anything else to say about it. It's just, it's just there. It's, it's a boring know. movie. Yeah. I... I wanted I wanted to enjoy it. I think. It's a less kinda... good contact. Yeah. I contact, like contact is real like good. It. Yeah. Contact has problems. I enjoy contact. <laughs> Man, co- like my problem with contact when I was like twelve was just there was no aliens in it. Like obvious aliens. Right. But then when I watched it again, like at least a decade later, it was like, oh my goodness, this is a lot better. There's a lot more going on here than I appreciated before. But, uh, yeah. Okay. Jodie Foster. The coolest lesbian. God damn it. All the way back. <laughs> God Sorry. Damn it. I saw you name the episode that, so. I mean, it made sense, right? Yeah. Did you hear the beginning of the episode? No. It's where you were Did just you talking about. No, it's just the part where you were talking about never being able to be a cool lesbian. Oh, you put it at the beginning of the episode? Yeah, and then cut it out from okay. the part where you were talking about it. Okay, okay. Yeah. That's called Thanks. editing. Editing. Yeah. Yep. There you go. I think that does it. That's it. Yeah, I'm just. Why is it the best movies ever? But. There's only. Yeah, bottom 100. What's what's list. number two fifty? What's the bottom of the list? It 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 honestly fluctuates a lot. I'm gonna. What would be? The Martian? Is it? No, it's gains of there? it's gains of Wasiper. It looks like a Singapore <laughs> something. Oh, okay. Well, there you go. I have not seen that. Wait, one. what? Which one did you say? The Martian. Uh, the Martian that was on the list for. A while. But it I was mean, creeping down towards the bottom. Like I'm Revenant sh- was down there too. Sure, Deadpool, it is. Uh, Martian is not on this list. The Samurai. Ma- I think Guardians of the Galaxy slipped off the list. Martian's not on here. Yeah. Looks like the Imitation Game's going down though. You know that's fine. I was kind of disappointed with that. Movie. But Sin City is still on here. Okay. It's weird. It's weird. <laughs> weird. It's yeah. kind of. It's kind of fun. I don't know. I mean, I like that movie. It's fine. Yeah. Mad Max Fury Road is on here, too. That's a good movie. movie. Also, The Thing. Yeah. This could be a whole thing. Okay. (laughs) Wait. Yeah, you're just going to get me like, wait, what's like the best picture front runner this year? I don't know. Like, what would it even be? Is there a way that you can sort this by release date? You can. Dope. Okay. So Hacksaw Ridge is the highest of the new new movie stuff. Yeah, it's ninety one. Where Arrival is ninety five. Zootopia is two hundred and twenty one. Okay, that was kind of fun. So Star Wars: The Force Awakens is way less as good as Arrival and Hacksaw Ridge. <laughs> okay, makes well. sense. Yeah. The audience is also way bigger, but okay. <laughs> Whatever. I don't know what we're talking about anymore. Uh, Mega Man, check them out. One through six, pretty sweet. Those are the games to play if you're cool. Sure. And, uh, yo, Black Narcissus. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I mean, I'm I'm that it. Right next to it. 
been playing that Final Fantasy 15. Oh, d- what? How have we not? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> there was a quest to get a fish a food, so I went and fished and caught a fish and then gave it to the cat, and then the cat was like, fuck you. I want that f- f- fish cooked. So I had to go oh. get the fish cooked by the local chef who knew that cat personally. I was like, yeah. Oh, right. I know, I know how to make food for this cat. That's a good game. She cooked it, and then I gave it to the cat, and the cat was happy. How does the okay. um actual like the battling or whatever does that feel good? Because I wasn't a huge fan of the whole like active time battle shit that they introduced in like thirteen. This seems to be like an evolution I fucking of that. Hated the combat in thirteen. Okay, I didn't I like it either. It. This looks like to be uh, an evolution of that almost. This is way different. Oh, okay, this good. This is just a completely, completely different thing. It's much closer to a normal action game, except, you know, you're, you're, you basically, you target, you lock onto an enemy, you hold the attack button, okay. and that just goes into a combo. So then it's more about, you also have a, the square button is dodging, and you okay. can parry, or, you, and you just kind of hold it too. Oh, so it's Dark Souls. A lot of the stuff is, and that, but then also you can just teleport. Like you just throw your short sword somewhere and teleport somewhere, and Are then you they're just special. One of the four dudes. You're or... just Noctis, the main character. You only control oh, him. Oh, okay. You can like... give like special commands to the other characters. Okay. Like you have a bar that fills up, and then like doing one of those special actions, the camera zooms in behind that character, and then they do like a special attack. And at the end of that, you get a chance to press O to do more damage. Do they ever decide, like, like, I don't want to do that attack, and then just won't? No. Oh, okay. Because of that, you know, crappy sandwich you bought me. It kind of, like, locks out so they don't even... They're kind of locked out from damage, I think. Big stupid looking it. dude will remember your actions. <laughs> if, if they're knocked out and they, they won't, you can't use that move, though. If I mean, that makes sense. Unconscious, they can't do that. Attack. Sure, that makes sense. That's fine. So then, it, and it's, so you have like a stamina meter based on dodging and then your ability to teleport. And you can teleport away or you can teleport to strike things, which is cool. And hmm. then there are special points you can teleport to, and while you're there, your stamina just increases pretty quick. So the the fun part for me has just been hopping around. That's the part of the combat that I think is super cool, weird. Yeah, it's just a different thing. the The weirder thing to me of that game is it's very much you can tell. Oh, hey, Monster Hunter's popular. Let's do things because Monster Hunter did. I'm so, so go to like, down with that. Sure. So you go to a diner and you get a you go on a hunt. So like you they have a list of quests to kill certain things and you can only take one of them. And then you also have like a monster hunter rank and it also does the monster hunter thing of you eat food to gain stat bonuses temporarily. So there's this whole system in the game about eating food and like like elaborate scenes of sh- showing you the food and as you travel through the world the guy who's on your team, who's the cook? Will like learn recipes so that you can make them yourself later at your camp. Okay. Like, hmm. what's weird about the game is like how mundane and like real life a lot of this stuff is. But then there's also a Final Fantasy ha- story happening somewhere. Like, there's just a part of the game where like the big budget movie thing happens, but you're not there, and it just sort of shows you flashes of it. 
because it's like in the news. Okay. Like big monsters and battleships. It's like all this crazy shit popping off that was in this movie they made that no one liked or saw. But then oh, you're that like kind of cutscene movie that came out. Kingsglaive. Okay. That has Sean Bean in it. Whoa. Okay. So that and that thing's weird because they fucking animated that thing for the American actors. Hmm. International um, release. I don't. I don't know. Okay. I don't know who like the the American audience that didn't see it, <laughs> basically. Hmm. So like, but a lot of your time is spent like you do fishing, and you have a member of your party whose special thing is taking pictures. Yep. So I've like, this guy. whenever you go to rest, you get like a list of screenshots that that character is taken, and then you can like look at them or and like save them or and share them on social media or get rid of them. You have a car, but you can like just not drive it. You can sit in it and then have one of your party members drive it for you. Dude, that's a that's that the best like thing. Some good stuff. And then yeah. you get to just put on the music. And it's like has like the Final Fantasy VII soundtrack in it, and then thirteens, and then you can buy the other soundtracks for their Final Fantasy games God at damn stores. Motherfuckers! <laughs> and, then, and then there's also like a an MP3 player that's in a store for you to buy for like a hundred gil that hmm. you don't just have, which is weird to me. So then you can just uh, put on the radio. I mean, I, d- I don't have just an MP3 player. I have a phone, but I don't have MP3s on it. I would have yeah. to go to a store with $100 <laughs> and buy one. Yeah, that's kind of immersive stuff. That's interesting. Yeah. Is the core, like, structure, the spine of the game, the road trip? Like, is it getting across the country? It's not... You're not really getting... Yeah, you're, the main structure of it ends up being you're searching for these particular weapons that are associated with your bloodline okay so okay overthrown you have to collect all these ancient weapons and then once you have all of those something will happen it'll be good but enough the game you... also opens up with you your character is much older in a city that's burning and there's like a satan dude on a throne and you walk over <laughs> to him and then he explodes <laughs> and then it transitions that into you with your four friends pushing your car that is broken down as standby me starts playing yeah, I've heard about sung this by intro. Florence and Machine. Yeah. Okay. That's a good title card. And it's like, but that's more representative of the game. It's much more like mundane, but it has like that chill, that chill, slow paced atmosphere is like very much from Monster Hunter of just like them saying, this is just the world that is. Just relax. Monster hunting, it's a thing. You go out, you kill monsters, you come back, you eat food, you go to sleep, you put gas... You have to buy gas for your car. Yep. (laughs) Sometimes you can fast travel, sometimes you can't. It's too real, man. It's too real. I can't do it. So it's... So, like, in the first... Like, compared to 13, the first couple hours of this, it's very relatable. Like you understand the world it feels like the real world as opposed to 13 which felt like they were characters were talking a different language because they were using so many proper nouns Mm. and even though there's this like this crazy plot of your kingdom being overthrown not really involved with it like it's happening but it's over there Hmm. you're just hanging out and driving in a sitting in a car someone else drives Isn't it Noctis's wedding that you're trying to get to? Or? It's part of a peace treaty. 
Okay. okay. He's a set set to marry uh his a childhood friend of his, but then mm. the the country that was on the other side of the peace treaty just betrays your home country and takes over. And war starts while you're basically war ends while you're gone, and now you're okay. like on the run and have to collect. If you collect these weapons from these dungeons, then you can fight back. Maybe I guess. Okay, yeah, I was trying to like what so. Is he dragging his heels on the wedding? And there's like, let's go collect swords. Like it just sounded like, why no. are they collecting these weapons? But okay, it's for because everything I got fucked. Ah, okay. And he's like mopey because his dad dies. But like, that's a reason to be mopey. Uh, is it? Um, yeah. As far as angry teenage angst goes, that's a okay reason. But then sure. you have a guy in your party who just likes hitting things with swords and sits in the car and reads a book all the time. Cool. Okay. There And there's just weird stuff of, like, you can tell that this game was different at some points because there are these giant menus that, like, have, like, four things in them. Like, there are appearance th- menu stuff, but you only get, from what I understand, you only get four appearances that you start the game with. Hmm. And they affect your stats, too, but in weird ways. Like, you can wear a heavy coat, and then you're protected from status ailments, but you have less health. Hmm. Oh. Okay. <laughs> it's just, like, a heavy parka coat. I mean, that's that just... Mobility or... Yeah, exactly. And then you wear you take off that coat, and you just wear casual clothes, and then you can move faster. Yeah, okay. Yeah, that makes health. sense. Yeah. You wear this leather jacket with no sleeves, your character has more health. Hmm. Okay. And there's a weird magic system in the game that it's like closer to eights, where it's about you find like wells of magic and you draw them in, but then you like craft magic spells that have limited uses. I haven't really used magic. I haven't used magic all that much because it's kind of fucking hard to get. Is it like super powerful when you do though to make up for it? it? It like makes like the firewall explosion makes like a big explosion in the area that also hurts your teammates. So it's like also kind of unwieldy as See, I have it now. That's but really it fucking cool. looks dope. Like it's a fucking whole, whole big area is all scorched. I really like the idea of like you can just like save up all this magical energy and then like drop a nuke on something, but it'll like kill everything in the area. <laughs> like it's just like this big powerful thing. I like that. Yeah. That's cool. And then you go and stay in an RV for the yeah. night. Yeah, that makes RV sense. Station around. Pitch a tent, and they sell like actual camping gear and cook That's, a meal. What a weird day like, night! It has contrast, like a day, yeah, it has a day like, night cycle. So you, if you drive at night, there are stronger monsters on the road, and your guy that drives for you is like, "Nah, man, it's nighttime. We can't go out." But you can say "fuck you," and you, they, but you have to drive at night. He won't drive for you at night because he thinks mm-hmm. it's a bad idea to go out at night. Mm-hmm. It sounds like it is. And then there's some like. You'll get certain quests. You can only do this at night or hunts. I've seen some. I saw a hunt that I had to do at night. Can you put your own music on the iPod you can buy in the store for a hundred gil? No. If you wanted to do your own music, you'd have to mute the music in the game and then Use run Spotify out of. Well, you can run Spotify in the background on the PS4. Okay. So if I want to listen to All Star by Smash Mouth, that's the way I would have to go about it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> but if you want to listen to One Winged Angel, the game's I mean, got your back. 
I kind of don't care if I ever listen to that again because I've heard it so much. But every time I hear it, I'm okay with it. So yeah, they just what the I think the two games they give you off the bat are seven and thirteen. Hmm. I think definitely seven. And then the other ones are in stores for a hundred gil once you get to them. Nathan, so is that like your favorite? And fours. What? Is that your seven favorite? My favorite. Seven. Yeah. I don't know anymore. <laughs> like yeah. it's been a long time since I've. Uh, I definitely had that kind of oh I think this was mostly nostalgia moment with that game, but I don't know what game I would put in its stead. What about Final Fantasy fourteen? No, I've I've never touched it though, so that is not an informed opinion. Why don't you install it and we'll play together? Well. You know, I don't want to rain on your parade. I don't think that's going to happen. <laughs> no, it's fine. Yeah. It's fine. Yeah. I haven't played in months. so There's a higher chance of me installing WoW again, because I did watch <laughs> Warcraft again. Now that we're talking about stuff again, it just stirs up memories. But yeah, I'm not going to... Yeah. I was mad at you for having um a Doomhammer, so I went to Toys R Us and got one as well. Yeah, it's pretty great, right? It's It's heavier than I thought it would be. Really? Okay. It's like a heavier plastic. I thought it would be like some foam piece of crap or something. No, no, it's uh, pretty, pretty good. Solid. Yeah, it's pretty good. Yeah. I it's wish there was more detailing in, the movie, in it. Though. Well, yeah, of course. Like, dude is huge, so his hammer is similarly. Yeah, right. I don't know. Yeah. Doomhammer. I saw the Murloc this time. I kind of missed it. <laughs> oh, did but... you watch it again? Yeah. Downloaded it. Got my wow. PSN digital copy. Oh, yeah. okay. A no, legal I bought copy. it. It was on sale. Yeah. I was just okay. like, Because eh. you said the Blu-ray wasn't like amazing with the features. so I No, it's like, really eh. not. Digital ownership. And There's you no watched Duncan it. Jones commentary, so whatever. What did you think yeah, of it on a second watch? Uh, still enjoyable, but kind of like really fast. Like there's too much. Yeah going on like they, so much they could have that... used mm-hmm. a little more time to let characters breathe and yeah things come together but no there's it's just there. it's just thing after thing just go yeah it's crazy it, it's a it's bit like, frantic so the lack of explanation for cadgar is really good it's yeah crazy they just kind of have a throwaway line where he's like oh he's not part of us anymore it's like wait what He's like one of the most powerful. Oh wow! Okay, cool. It's great. It's a weird movie. I really but like I really how really they like... treat their characters, where they don't give like any time to them until they do, and then they give too much time to dumb shit. It's really good. I really like when Goldan drinks that dude. I really like that part. Yeah, that's pretty yeah. good. Several times in that scene, and then yep. he just dies. Just I don't know. Gross. So good. You should install WoW again. Okay. I'll take you. I'll take you through the <laughs> lens. How big is that game now? We were kind of talking it's about like that. It's like a hundred gigs. <laughs> okay. It's just like, well, what's our bandwidth cap this month? Like, we gotta make sure. <laughs> slip in just under, and, you know, pull that down before before it flips over again. I do think but, it is actually like sixty gigs. Okay. Yeah. I'm kind of half kidding. If you ever do install it, though, 
you have to hit me up. Okay, just like, hey, I'm I'm a scrub in here. I'm just looking around. Yeah, I'll start, like, yeah. if you wanted to even start a new character, which it sounds like you'd have to, I would start one with you. Okay. I think I'd have to, and I'm not, yeah. I'm not convinced the emails I was getting were real, but my, my character might have been stolen by gold farmers. <laughs> I have no idea. I haven't <laughs> logged in in so long. That sounds right. But I, I was getting Battle.net emails that were just like, dude, you need to sort out your account or we're going to shut it down. And I was like, I'm not using it. What are you talking about? I don't, I'm just going to ignore this email. And then I assume it all went bad. Like, <laughs> Yeah, I'm sure it did. So, someone figured out my stuff and was wrecking havoc as Krasnor in my name. <laughs> So, oh no, yeah, my reputation as Droth is probably not good. Yeah, most people's isn't. Uh, Man, if I I look up Thumper, oh, you played Thumper. I played Thumper. Is it is it fun? I like it. It's fun. Okay, Okay. it's a simple, you know, it's a rhythm game that's kind of weird. It's like in the vein of amplitude or something or not real like it's it's music is just weird okay it's like it's very much just about doing specific things quickly what i like about it is you can preload your moves so like you like, up yeah if like okay. for the things that will do you damage they're all things you have to hit specifically but those are just for your score the things that like you have to do to get through the level you can queue up like you have to if you have to boost you can hold the boost if you have to hit a wall at an angle you can hold the button and the direction before you hit it so okay. then it so it builds on that and then and then starts pushing you more and more and then starts introducing more mechanics as it goes like it starts out as a one lane game but then opens up a couple levels into multiple lanes like it just okay. keeps adding stuff as i've seen it so you're racing down a track, but towards a monster? Is that kind of? It's yeah, it's kind of just like an endless track, and then like at some point a boss thing happens, and the boss okay. things you just you have to get each sequence in it correct completely to move on. Mm-hmm. Whereas like you can muddle your way through the levels to an extent. Is this in any kind of VR for you, or just the no, general... just a regular thing? Okay, it just it has a neat look. It's like mm-hmm. a it's a totally okay rhythm game. Okay. Like, I don't have that m- much to say about it, but I just wanted to acknowledge that. Yeah, no, it's definitely been coming up on occasion, like, with some pretty fond things being said about it, so I'm curious about it. But yeah. I should probably put my weird rhythm money into the Res release yeah. that came out, because I just feel like it's kind of weird that I haven't played that, but I almost want to make sure my first experience with it is VR, but I don't have VR. I don't know. Hmm. I mean, I can't play it, but am I selling myself short is the thing. But I mean, you've played Res, right? I sure have, yeah. So there's one new area, though. I guess it's like maybe I just couldn't. I'll just like, I'll leave that for when I have the thing. But I don't know. One short like 15 minutes i know like i know all of vr it's like 15 years of no more res and hey well child of eden but yeah okay weird rhythm things you like weird rhythm things uh no you've made um 
Okay. A Mario Maker level called Karibo Experiment. Yeah, I finally uploaded a level. It's not very good. I was trying to, I was trying to recreate like the level that Karibo Shoe was in in three, but you kind of can't structure a level that way. I don't mm. think. Okay. I don't think you can start on the right and move left and then right. It just doesn't seem to allow for that. Okay. You could, I mean, you hmm. could start on the left, pipe into the yeah. right side on the other map. Which might actually be how that level starts in three as well. But I was trying to just like, no, I want to start here. Oh, no, then my level will be really short. Okay, what? And then, yeah, just, so it's an experiment, which means we're progress you know don't don't be mad and i just made a big stack of spikies and it didn't work oh no the I reason connected. i the reason i brought it up is i just googled your online username and that's one of the oh. things that pops up is a super mario maker bookmark maker profile oh weird okay huh. and also a bunch of stuff from like 2007 and 13 and stuff I don't know. What There's... kind of stuff? What do you mean? <laughs> are you trying to find my like Battle.net account, or no. what are you looking for? No, I'm just oh, seeing okay. what happens if I put in your name, because I don't think you use it that often. Uh, okay. Oh, okay. This makes me feel a little bit better. So, if you have somebody in your Google contacts, it'll yeah. just like show you all the information ever about them that they have in there. So mm -hmm. it scared me, but it says only you can see this result because I have you in Google Contacts. So when I typed in Krasnor in Google, it showed me your like home email address, where you worked, and like all this oh, shit. Man. I was like, holy <laughs> shit, that's terrifying. But now I like, know it's privacy settings. Okay, okay. <laughs> now I, I know. Set to show friends. Yeah, okay. I guess so, yeah. But uh, the first thing that comes up is your giant bomb profile, then alas.fm profile that looks like you last did something with three years ago yep yeah so right that's last your time i scrobbled yeah that's that's the word scrobble that's it yeah scrobble yeah i don't know there's just a really, bunch of weird shit really in really care about scrobbling like you'd just be like no let the track play to the end i gotta get that play count it needs to know i listened to this justice album again one of the yeah. big ones here is dark jedi brotherhood what? Okay. Was that you? Joined 11 know. years ago in 2005. <laughs> you know, maybe like I just played KOTOR and found some cool website. But you were ne Neophyte Krasnor Sith. You were a rogue. Um, what do we have here? You joined on April 8th, 2005. Your last elevation was April 13th, 2005, over 11 years ago. Your last merit okay. award was May twenty or May nineteenth, two thousand five, and your last com wow, competition was May nineteenth, two thousand five. Eighty nine prestige. I don't remember any of this, but okay. it's Star Wars related, so it's it's conceivable. You could have happened. The awards you got were the Dark Cross, a crescent with sapphire star, and Seal of Alliance. What is this? A game? Like. I don't know what this is. Okay. I have no fucking idea what Dark Brotherhood is. Alright. I'm guessing this it might be like a RuneScape, but like for... Like, I really did enjoy RuneScape for a period of time. I know you did. Yeah. Cyan 3? I, I really like the number 3, apparently. Dark Jedi Brotherhood, an online Star Wars fan club. Okay. Yeah. 
we gotta actually stop. This is yeah. We have yeah. to stop. It's okay. Over. I have one last thing though. <laughs> Final okay. Fantasy fifteen. All right. What? Uh, a or book I've been reading. Okay. A book. It's a collection of short stories by Haruki Murakami. It's based on. It's they're all influenced by the uh, 1995 Kobe earthquake. Oh, Japanese okay. Author. It's called okay. After the Quake. The hmm. story that brought it to me is called. Uh, was it um super frog? Yeah, super frog saves Tokyo. We're like, okay. uh, which is, and the the reason I I started reading is the story is in is in in and this guy's work greatly influenced an anime I really like, Maru Penguin Drum, and Super Frog Saves Tokyo. The story is literally is directly mentioned in that show. Okay, and it's it's like a thing where. This Japanese businessman banker who has like no family gets visited by a giant frog in the middle of the night who tells him that he's the only one who can help him save Tokyo from this giant creature called Worm. He's going to cause a, he's caused the 90, 95 earthquake and is going to cause another giant earthquake. And only this banker can help Frog stop him. Mm. And guys, kind of confused because he's you know just a banker, kind of lived he he kind of just lived his life without fear, where he would collect from gangsters because he wasn't really afraid of them killing him because he had nothing to live for. Mm. Makes sense. So then, <laughs> Frog is says like he's the only kind of person that can help him, and then it, <laughs> stuff happens. That sounds really weird. It's very weird, but the 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 book's very good. It's Wait, so good. does the frog like actively look for burnouts who have nothing to lose? Like, was specifically I, I... talking to this individual. <laughs> okay, okay. Just like you fit my criteria. <laughs> well, what's that? You just are reckless and don't give a shit. Okay, cool. Like, I I don't know. Like, I'm, just... I'm 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 kind of cannon. summarized in a way that. Maybe uh, loses some of the nuances. I'll say. But, right. Okay. Okay. But it's but yeah. Okay. But it's a lot of it's trying to like the, st- the ways the stories work is none of the ones I've read so far aren't directly about the Kobe earthquake, but they're trying to get at by going sort of around it and near it, trying to get at the feelings of of dealing with that, of having okay. lived through that kind of thing. Hmm. Are are they like novella length or forty fifty pages? Like what kind of? Yeah, the, each story is is around thirty to forty. Okay, they're pretty short. Hmm. It's a good book. That's all I want to say. It's the last thing. Cool, Nathan. What's the last thing you want to say ever? What? Dude, I don't know. Like my my final wish is to not die right now. Like, what do you mean? That's I don't scary. Know. <laughs> it sounded way oh more please, ominous. Please than don't I kill me. <laughs> no. What do you think Something of like uh, Discord? Because I saw you like officially yeah, started there, using it. I thought there might be some Raccoon City chat going on, and I just kind of right. wanted to see what was going on. But then I was like, oh no, that's not happening right now. And <laughs> yeah, the Raccoon I don't know. City I like chat. 
so I just kind of want to tune in. Are you around tomorrow? One. Uh, yeah. So I might I might be able to see some see some business. Like, if you want, you... you can jump in and I'll chat with you about it while I play it. It'll be later on in the day, though. Are Are you kind of intentionally like keeping quiet during the cutscenes to let the story come across, or? I mean, what, what's the rule? A little, but no. Okay. <laughs> like I kind of don't care. I've seen the, playthrough. Like, I've seen know. these games myself, but yeah, you're right. I do like try to keep quiet during the like stuff that's important. But some of the cutscenes are just like two characters talking about something. Like how Resident Evil starts is just like you're talking to a gunshot owner to not shoot you, and then he's like, "Oh, it's crazy out there," and then dies. Like who fucking cares? <laughs> What he has to say, like, oh man, that poor gun store owner. Okay, yeah. So, yeah, no, I don't know. It seems okay, but I mean, I just signed on today, so I've also changed my profile picture on yeah. Steam for the first time in many years. Yeah. So, and I thought it was you, <laughs> and I, that's great. I'm glad you did. But well, I don't know. Yeah, it's a no. white dude with like an obvious mustache <laughs> and wearing like a bandana on his head. So I was like, "Well, that's Nathan." Yeah, that's my look. It's the like Werner right. Herzog circa 1981. That's what I'm going for. Right. So I'm glad I achieved it. Yeah, you pulled it off. All right, nice. cool. Okay. That's the last thing I have to say. All right. What um, about you, Paul? Like, tune in tomorrow. Check out the Resident Evil experience. Anything I mean. Like that? Yeah, I might try to get this up tomorrow, so that'll still count for the next day, because I still have a few more days going. And by a few, I mean probably at least a full seven still. Yeah, there's a lot of games. There's a, It's not even that there's a lot of games, it's that they get longer as they go. Like, four is going to take, like, way too long. Way longer than I wanted to. Five is going to oh, be okay, because that's going to be co-op with somebody Six is being done with John. Don't have to worry about that. But, like, the Revelations games are about 10 hours each in there as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a long time. It's a lot of gaming. But, well, I mean, fuck, what else am I going to do? I'm f- they forced me to take my vacation. They didn't want to pay me out. So I was like, okay, I'll, I'll play video games, I guess. Okay. Yeah, why not? We'll end it on that. Have a good night and thank you for listening to this. <laughs>